0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
2: I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. It, it was like, wait, 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 in
3: girl,
4: the men's section.
5: Girl shirt button on the other yes. side? Yes. <laughs> yeah, figured it West out. Wes is wearing a girl
3: shirt.
2: it's a me. A man's a Garcia. <laughs> Go Hornets. How about those friggin' pirates?
4: There's
0: local politics, bud.
2: Boom boom boom, now let me hear you say, well. You are terrible! Let's stop playing that song!
1: Clip. Hey man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now, live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
6: Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on this Monday. Thanks for tuning in today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com. And you can watch the show, be a part of the program by checking us out on facebook live and youtube subscribe to pirate radio tv on youtube and follow us on facebook you can watch this program live the brian bailey show all of our post game uh interviews with mike schwartz and the basketball players and soon we'll be out at clark leclair stadium uh, for east carolina baseball as well we got a big show on tap for today as the super bowl is set we'll talk about chiefs eagles with brian bailey coming up in hour number two of today's show also touchdown tony collins ecu hall of Famer, going to join us in the third hour of today's show and for the first time In 2023, we'll go inside the Delcor Players Lounge, getting you ready for the upcoming ECU baseball season coming up at 4 o'clock. Carter Spivey will join us coming off an awesome 2022. We'll see what he has on deck for 23. And also Josh Gross looking to make a big impact on the mound this season. We'll talk to Josh coming up at 5 o'clock, joining Troy D&I right now in the Pirate Radio studios. I guess our Monday starter will be Garrett Sailor who joined us in the Pirate Radio studios here on this Monday Garrett how you doing man
7: doing good glad to be here
6: Great to see you, Troy D. Great
7: to see
5: you. We're excited to have you guys with us, uh, and we should mention, too, we announced this uh, online yesterday clip on all our social media for folks uh, watching us or listening to us for the first time hearing about it. uh, We signed six guys this year from the baseball team to uh, be Pirate Radio athletes to join us during the season, all season long, to kind of take us uh, behind the scenes, so to speak, what's going on with the team, and uh, to take us through the journey through their eyes and get to know them better. So, in addition to three guys that we're going to have on today, next week, uh, JJC will be joining us along with Hoove and Josh Moylan so uh,
6: we're going to rotate we'll start with the pitching today and go with the hitting yeah so
5: we're going to rotate these guys in all all six of them will be on all season long but uh, we are excited to get started with uh garrett with you today thank you for being here and uh first of all boy what a great weekend i uh, we had a yeah. chance to go to the banquet you had an opportunity to talk as a senior as you said uh were you the one that said you're like the grandfather of the team like, yeah i'm the grandfather <laughs> yeah, I'm the the team. that was a great line um uh, between you know you've been here long enough uh what a what a great career had an opportunity to be here mm-hmm. long enough and uh, one, one more magical season hopefully um, let's just start, I guess, with Saturday. Your thoughts, it really kind of kicked off the season with the banquet. 600 people in attendance, sold out in less than 12 hours. Just an incredible night and fundraiser for EC baseball.
7: Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I think that might have been the most we've had in my five years here. Going into it, I had to talk. I was pretty nervous. But I feel like once I got up on stage, it was like all the nerves went away. But uh, it was awesome to see how many um, Pirate Nation supporters we got out there today. Uh, on days like
5: that, I joked with you guys. I think uh, you know you can play in front of thousands of people, but having a talk in front of a few hundred is probably more nerve wracking.
7: Yeah, I told uh, I told our pitching coach AK that like right right before uh, the banquet started that I'd rather pitch in front of twenty five thousand in Omaha than <laughs> give a speech in front of six hundred.
6: How'd Burley do? He said he was a little nervous. Said he was going to kind of wing it. I- How'd he do it? I
7: liked I thought it was funny. I,
5: I yeah. thought he shared... Uh, you know, he did kind of wing it, which is my style. So yeah. I, I had no problem with <laughs> it. I, You know, you guys, you know, kind of had prepared speeches, which is fine. Yeah. You know, you're not a, a public speaker. I think for Burley being the keynote speaker, mm-hmm. I thought it was good that he kind of just went up yeah. there told some fun stories. Uh, and the one story he told... You would have really liked the clip, and we'll have to get Burley on to, to mm-hmm. share. He's like... Yeah. And whenever the story starts with... I probably shouldn't be telling y'all this. That's a pretty good story. You know it's going to be good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then I perk up. I'm on the edge of my seat, and, uh, and if you sh- you should have gone to the banquet if you didn't hear the story to find out. No, I'm Just kidding. So he talks about you know how there's a little bit of fun. I wouldn't call it hazing, but you know wow. maybe a little bit of uh, good jokes when you make it to the bigs. So this is one of their first road trips, I believe. Mm-hmm. What what he saying was in uh, San Francisco, or San Diego, somewhere in California, San Diego. San Diego. It was like on Halloween. Mm-hmm.
6: So yeah. You want Garrett to tell it? I mean, well, was it wasn't. You, you seem to be I forgetting was, the story. Forget Can you just yeah. tell the story? I don't know. Anyway,
5: one of the players made all the guys go on the team charter dress up in costumes. And they decided what costume okay. you had to wear. So they gave Burley... A uh, bigfoot costume from head to toe. Nice. So he had to be bigfoot in the. But you know, Burley's kind of a bigger guy. You know, he's a Burley man. Yeah. So he's. He said he sweat his butt off on the plane. (laughs) He's like dehydrated. He's not. He's He's got to wear it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to wear it the whole
6: time. Mask and and everything. Yes. They cannot take it off. He's already a hairy and, dude to start yes.
5: with. Yes. Yeah. So. And then they get to San Diego. They say the first thing, they're playing like the next day. Yeah. But he's, the guy's like, no, we're going to go downtown San Diego in costume and oh, have a wow. couple drinks first. You know, while we're mm-hmm. all, you know, no one knows who we are. So they go do that. And Brother's like, oh, God. So he's like just dying, you know, mm-hmm. in this costume. He finally gets back to the hotel room and he's like, I can't wait to take a shower. He's drip, soaking wet. And he unlocks his door. And there's two guys, like, he goes in and, like, opens the closet or to put his bag in, and there's two guys that jump yeah. out and scare the bejesus out of him. <laughs> and there, there's a few guys in the hallway that are laughing. It was kind of a setup deal, and they thought it was hilarious.
6: Welcome to the bigs. So, yeah, yeah. So,
5: they, so they got him. He finally gets the costume off, strips down naked, and goes to the bathroom— mm-hmm. He goes, man, I can't wait to get the water on. Rips open the shower curtain to put the water on. Three more guys standing there. (laughs) (laughs) Scares them them even worse.
6: One of them Wainwright, right? Yeah. Adam Wainwright.
5: (laughs) Says he about falls over. He said, now the whole team's in the hallway waiting for this. So just die and laughing. And he said, That's he, good. He said he was glad he had decided to take a shower first and not do what he was, because they were expecting him to do something else in the bathroom yeah. and they were yeah. going to scare yeah. him.
6: Uh, yeah, that have been. Fun. So, anyway, it
5: was a fun story. So, so, I like stuff like that. That's a great story. I, I like yeah. those
6: stories. So, I thought it was a great
5: speech. Good stuff. It
7: was fun
6: uh garrett how did the uh weekend go i guess a little practicing scrimmaging so uh what all was accomplished this past weekend for the baseball team
7: i mean it was good to get back out there uh this weekend uh it was my first outing since june for me on friday uh, i took the fall off but it was good to see some uh some arms out there this weekend a lot of good arms uh hitters hitters were on fire this weekend it was good to good to see that too so
6: you say your first outing since june so what have you been doing uh since june obviously not uh not throwing much so what was your off season like
7: yeah well i mean last season i threw quite a bit so (laughs) they wanted to give me the fall off so just uh just trying to get my arm back into shape started throwing pins over uh christmas break uh uh, and then i mean first outings friday
5: garrett sailor joined us in studio as we kick off our um delcor players lounge here as we're going to be talking to the players all season long on monday's prl and one of the things we like to do gary is get to know you you know separate from just a baseball player kind of get to know you as a person and uh, a little bit more about you since this is the first time we've had you on tell us you know how did you end up you know getting into east getting recruited ecu Mm -hmm. who was responsible for that some of the journey that got you to where you are today
7: yeah i uh started being recruited in my the summer going into my junior year uh, I think coach Palumbo first saw me uh, pitch down in Georgia um, and then him and coach G both followed up and Roselle at the time coach Roselle was our pitching was the pitching coach at the time Um, they they recruited me I actually told this story at the banquet but uh, first time it was like the day before I was coming on a visit to ECU I'm walking up to the uh, to Guy Smith we're playing over at Guy Smith and I'm walking up the field, see this, uh, see this guy, bald guy in the ECU polo. Not really, I didn't, I didn't really know who it was because I had never like looked up the coaches. I don't know why I didn't do this, <laughs> but, um, we kind of make awkward eye contact with each other. And I, uh, it was like the second inning I'm walking off the mound. Well, you thought it was a, just some yeah, dad. I just, I just thought it was yeah. a dad. Give him a heads up. I just up. thought yeah. it was a little, uh, was a dad. And, um. I'm walking off the mound about the second inning. I look up, I see the same guy in the stands sitting with some other college coaches and I realized that that was Coach G. <laughs> <laughs> so I go on a visit the next day, um, talk about the culture here and I fell in love with the place, fell in love with the coaches, uh, the fans uh, and that's kind of where it all started. You for said
5: me. at the banquet there, your first experience with Coach G was you big timed him. Yeah,
7: <laughs> basically. <I find> <laughs> you like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
6: didn't know he, that's who it was. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And you mentioned Coach Roselle there, and it made me so you've uh, had three pitching coaches during yep. your time mm-hmm. here. I always hear like with quarterbacks who change offensive coordinators, mm-hmm. it's so difficult to, to get an offense down all that it's probably lesser degree with a pitcher pitching coach but still that's a lot of change like how have you adapted through uh, through those coaching yeah changes? I've had
7: three great pitching coaches uh, three different personalities from all all of them uh, yeah came in with Roselle Roselle was more of a more of a, like a mechanics pitching coach focused on mechanics Dietz was with more of the middle game when it came to pitching uh, that middle side of it and AK is AK is a players coach He's a guy that that like I can go to at any time about anything, um, and it's it's really nice having having somebody like that that you can joke around with at the ballpark. It's um, he 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 gets serious at times, but like uh, you just got to know like when to be serious and when you can joke around with him, and I lo- I love that about him.
5: Spivey sat with us uh, at the banquet and uh, asked him this question off the air. We'll probably ask it again today, but I thought his answer was really interesting. Before I tell you what he said, I want to hear your response. So I was, you know, so much is said about team chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have all the talent in the world, but if the team doesn't gel as a team, it yeah. doesn't do you a lot of good. I, you've been here a long time, as long as anybody. Uh, how was the team chemistry this year versus past years so um, far?
7: Anyway, I think I think we we really gel as a team this year because everybody shows up every day like last year we uh we just had some guys that didn't show up every day um and that you saw that uh starting out in the spring last year we didn't start off pretty good at all but uh this year we got a bunch of hard workers and we do a good job of holding each other accountable um on and off the field so uh these guys are like my best friends i mean i see them every day so uh, I'm looking forward to this season because we're such a close knit group of guys.
5: Spivey said it's every year he's gotten here, it's
7: gotten better and yes. better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you would
5: yeah. agree with that? Yeah,
7: I would definitely agree with that. Um, like freshman year, I mean, you come in as a freshman you you're trying to live up to the potential that you were here to be. So it's kind of hard on you to build relationships and like going forward, I feel like the team just gets closer and closer each year.
6: Garrett Saylor joining us. Uh, Garrett, how tall are you?
7: Um. Listen. On the roster, it says I'm six three. Is that pretty
6: accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I saw you uh, lettered one year in basketball. So yeah. as a six three high school, I mean, it's pretty tall for high school. Mm-hmm. Were
7: you were you a good basketball player? Uh, I was okay. Fair. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I when I played basketball, I was at a uh, a um, private school, so I could I would play both JV and then I'd dress for varsity. I'd sit on the bench. All right. I'd, I'd only come in if we were up by thirty, <laughs> or losing by thirty. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I wasn't bad. I was more of just like a rebound, put it put it up guy. I was definitely not a shooter.
6: So uh, that was never really in the future. Baseball was all the always the thing yeah, for you. Yeah,
7: yes, <laughs> the thing. It, it seems that. Like, because i played football a lot growing up too um but i would only get hurt in other sports i would never get hurt in in uh baseball so just
6: there you go baseball. good deal how and as far as health goes uh going into this year how, you're feeling 100 yeah ready yeah, feel, to go feel
7: 100 ready to go right yeah.
6: now awesome garrett sailor joining us inside the pirate radio studios let me rehash uh you mentioned the word mechanics a moment ago and it made me think about media day when i asked you do you follow spin rate and all that stuff? And you
7: said, I have no idea what I, spin rate is. I, uh, I didn't mean to say that. I, I'm going to go back on that. I did not mean to say that. It's like a joke right now with me and AK. But I meant to say I don't focus on it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I I definitely look at it, but I just don't.
5: A lot of buzzwords in baseball now that yeah. didn't exist before. Spin rate, what's the other one? Launch well, and, angle. and hitting, there's uh, launch angle. Yeah, like, like, uh, and, and uh, I, exit velocity. I, I, ta- I taught a lot of guys that are in it, and they said, that stuff doesn't matter. Like, you're, yeah. like that type of stuff, you focus on that, you're focused on the wrong things, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times. The sure. As I talk to in baseball.
6: It's you know, kind of but, just, I guess, another tool if you want something else to look at. But as far as you, you gave a great answer. You said, I'd go out there and try to get guys out. Mm-hmm. So, like, after games, when you're talking to – coach Knight, when you're looking at film what kind of kinds of things are you looking at oh i did that right or oh i need to get better at that
7: yeah we more so look at execution that that's the main thing we focus on what pitch we're executing um like say he calls the fastball outside did i execute that pitch um and that that's like the main thing that we focus on it, see what my ball was doing that day hmm. mechanics if i was um the reason why my ball wasn't doing if if like my mechanics were off that day. So that's the main stuff we focus on.
6: I always hear pitchers too say I, I had my stuff or didn't have my stuff that day. Can you define that? What's it like up there when you don't have your stuff and you're kind of battling through it? You know, what's that like?
7: It's it's a lonely place up there. when you you've been through that. Your, oh, yeah, yeah, many times. I've been through that many times. But, I, I mean, it makes you better as a pitcher. Uh, but, yeah, I, obviously you're not going to have every single one of your pitches um You might. I mean, you might get lucky and have every single one of your pitches. But, I mean, if you don't, you just got to learn how to navigate through to get out.
6: Garrett Saylor joining us. Sure, let's take a break. We'll come back more with uh, Garrett Saylor. We have some internet questions via Twitter to get to, some fun ones. So, uh, we'll throw those at Garrett coming up and uh, have a lot more with the east carolina righty when we return pirate radio live delcor players lounge is back carter Spivey will join us coming up in hour number two josh Groves in hour three a lot more to go we're back with you after this
1: Listening to hour one of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at UniversitySportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypc care.com to learn more today now let's head back into the show here's your host clip rock
6: back with you on PyRadio radio live here on a monday the telcor players lounge is opened up garrett sailor joining us we are to Car- carter spivey and josh groves coming up later on in the show got some great uh twitter questions to get to in a moment with uh garrett sailor but first uh and and kind of something we that was discussed on media day and i remember it was uh eric gulligson i think asked you garrett about your aha moment from last year and i think he was looking for an answer like when it clicked for you and you kind of took it a different direction you said your aha moment was right there at the start of the season when uh oh something's going wrong here i'm not pitching my best and uh troy you're kind of talking about it off the air about Coming through adversity, things like that. Yeah,
5: you, you addressed it uh, at the banquet during your speech. There was a point in your career uh, where you questioned whether you should even be playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And you were in such a rut and had the, what you call the yips, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, how, one, it, it's such a mental game. Yes, to, it when, is. Once you have the physical ability, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is what's in between your ears and are you ready to go? you know talk about overcoming that adversity because there was a point where you could have stepped away and, and maybe yeah. not even be here right now
7: yeah it was freshman year uh me and spies were just out throwing one day and i threw a ball at his feet and it kept happening and it was it was weird like because like I, I heard about the yips but i was like i ain't that ain't gonna happen to me but uh it happened uh, I, it was it was tough it took so like whole, no matter what you did you just couldn't get it over the plate again no it, it was it was spiking every pitch every pitch I yeah. spike it um there, there would be a couple, I'd throw a couple curveballs that I could get across the plate but that was the only pitch that that would actually get across the plate but yeah it took that whole fall um, to get over went over christmas break uh, started started throwing a little bit better um it still there, there would still be a couple where I'd spike but it wasn't it wasn't every pitch um, and then coming back in that spring. Just uh, finally, finally felt right, but I'd, I'd only I could only throw with somebody I was comfortable with, so it would have to be Tyler Smith I was comfortable with, Spivey I was comfortable with, but um, like if I threw with somebody I wasn't used to throwing with, uh, the first couple throws I'd I'd yip them right right at their feet until they got out to like ninety feet where I could just let it rip and then I'd be fine. But yeah, I, it was it was definitely tough to go to to get over those um, hurt my mental. <laughs> My mental state pretty good, but, um, I mean, everything happens for a reason, right? So so what did you use to get over it? Um, I went to a sports psychologist over winter break, and he prescribed me some some medication just to try to calm my nerves. Um, I did a bunch of breathing exercises before I'd go out and pitch. Um, it was just all in my head, really.
5: Yeah. Well, so you were able to overcome it and obviously mm-hmm. have a very successful career. Yeah.
6: So Josh Moylan talked about that at Media Day, too, talking to a sports psychologist, mm-hmm. just kind of going back out there to make sure he's out there for the right reasons, having fun, yeah. and not making it feel like an obligation. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was a good answer mm-hmm. by Josh. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Saylor joining us. Uh, we got a lot of questions on Facebook. Uh, Robert had a que- the same question I had before we went on the air. He said, what kind of hat are you wearing?
7: Oh, yeah, it's a um, Winston-Salem Dash hat. It's a White Sox affiliate. I think they're in the. I think it's single A, but um, it's where I'm from. I'm from when th- from that Winston Salem area.
6: I love uh, minor league hats, so I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Brandon Hodges said Garrett is six three, but he's six four with his tall black hair. I, Inside d- joke with him and I.
7: Yeah. So <laughs> Brandon Hodges is somebody I worked with. I had I did my internship um, at. He, he's a PE teacher at Wintergreen Primary. Good dude. And yes, very yeah, good he dude. Was, he
5: was my boys PE. Yeah, but
7: he he thinks I have black hair. And I don't. I have, I have dark brown hair, but he, he just doesn't
6: want to admit it. Okay. Fair enough. Let's get to uh, some Twitter questions here. These are fun. We'll be doing these every Monday with the guys. I like this one from Phil. He says, uh, if ECU alum Vince McMahon was recruiting ECU baseball players uh, for the WWE roster, what player on this year's team would have the best shot at becoming the next
7: superstar? I think it would be Lane Hoover. I think hmm. Lane Hoover might be one of the feistiest guys i've ever met yeah and so kind of gives up his body yeah you know, yes yeah Dive, dives everywhere i think i think he would be great i like that
5: him. all right garrett uh brad is asking uh surely i'm gonna need your assistance with this one uh will any of you guys have
7: this as your walk-up song oh, boy please no. no but i do have a funny story about that song uh it was we, it was like bp and we this that song was playing and uh, Hoover's trying to sing it and he goes boom 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 let me hear let me let me hear you say wayo. but he, <laughs> he says it like five times and he keeps saying it wrong and then eventually says let me say you here and uh we me and spies are just dying laughing <laughs> And, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Uh, speaking of walk-up
6: music, Steve Hill says you should use Come Sail Away. Uh, have you settled on a uh, nice walk-up song this year?
7: Yes. Yeah, I'm going to do the same one I had last year. It's called Chain Smoking by Jacob Banks.
5: Okay. Uh, what do you, uh, Colby G. is asking thoughts on no field props this year. And I will say, you know, this is kind of like, it's almost like the East Carolina rule. Because I feel like ECU... Mm-hmm. we're not the t- we didn't invent props but i think we had the most fun
7: with them yeah it um, ma- it makes the game fun i don't yeah. i don't understand why they they did it last year to virginia tech they took away their sledgehammer um mm-hmm. for some reason but i i just now, it, what's the rule you can't you can have it in the dugout but not on the yeah, field i guess out, i haven't so. really i haven't really read into the rule um but i i think it it makes the game fun yeah. uh, i mean we've had the traffic cone a couple times we've had a sledgehammer we've had a cowboy hat um We've had a pirate hat. Somebody gave us a pirate hat with, like, the dreads on it. That was pretty fun. But, yeah, it just makes the game
5: fun. It's kind of like baseball's version of the
6: turnover chain.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Take that away. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Uh, William asks – this is a good one we asked players in the past. What are you afraid of, Garrett?
7: Oh, I don't know. Falling, I guess. I wouldn't say I'm afraid of heights, but, like i don't know I'm falling falling off a cliff i i, I, really, <laughs> right. well, I stay I, off those cliffs I, I hate snakes okay there I, you go i I, oh, I hate things that don't have arms or legs
5: so, <laughs> good I, answer i saw you left off the rest of his questions which were kind
6: of weird we can get back to those yeah i didn't want to ask a three part yeah, I, I, I know wanted wanted to I of some of those questions. were a little uh i don't want to say weird but you know oh i like them we can go Fair. go for it well i just i don't
5: know well i'll let you pick the his other questions were who's the best fighter who's the most likely to get arrested in, in the hottest celebrity
6: who's the hottest celebrity like to garrett oh. celebrity crush yeah jennifer oh. aniston 100%. Oh, still okay. Yeah, 100%. All right. right. What player on the? I don't. Is Cliff okay with asking this? What player on the team is most likely to get arrested?
5: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I wasn't going to ask
6: one. that. That's I, not our question, by the way. That's a Twitter
7: question, which William
6: is asking this. Yeah, we're not
7: asking this question. I, yeah, I, I, this question, I right. have so, the answer in my head, <laughs> but I don't. You I don't know, want to say I, it. I don't. I don't know if Coach <laughs> yeah. She would like. No. Me right, that. Fine. we're not going to ask
6: that question, William. All right, uh, and then battle royal. Uh, every player on the yeah, team fights. Who wins? Who's the best fighter? I don't.
5: How about, I, I, I think the really more fair know. question is the chicken and the gorilla
6: question. Go for <laughs> I
5: still Go like it. it. Yeah.
6: Would you rather fight eight chicken-sized gorillas or one gorilla-sized chicken?
5: So eight little gorillas the size of chickens or a, a chicken that's the size of a gorilla. Yeah. I
7: think I'm going with the eight chicken size or gorilla-sized chickens. So a good like one. They, they might peck at me but yeah so i feel like they stand old, a better chance Yeah, big old gorilla they're they're probably faster than me yeah Str- definitely a gorilla
5: sized chicken could take you out with one peck
7: i'd be afraid yeah but i i don't know uh, yeah, yeah. Right, that's a tough one get back to us on that
6: yeah. uh dan says how do you like your ballpark frank what do you like on a hot dog uh ketchup mustard chili fair enough pretty simple uh let's see al and this was specifically for you i don't know he says who cooks the best steak
7: so yeah that's al glover i saw that question um uh, but it, i think he's asking between my house so it's like a, a joke going around but in my house which is me spivey amac and hoove i'm gonna say myself but throughout the team i think i think josh gross makes a pretty good steak okay uh, yeah you can ask him
5: charlie wants to know uh, what type of su- any superstitions you have
7: um, I got a pitch with a piece of gum in my mouth. It kind of calms my nerves. Uh, I have to walk on the field the same way. I have to step on the mound the same way. I think that's the only type of super, superstitions I have.
5: Are they superstitions, or do you consider them more traditions?
7: More, you know? more of a routine. Routine. Yeah, yeah it's it's a routine for yeah. me. But yeah, I feel like I feel like one. If if I don't do it one inning and it's not a good inning, that. That was the reason why I pitched pitched bad.
5: Baseball's a sport's got a lot of stuff like that. Yes, it
7: does.
6: Uh, Good question here. I think you were asked at media day who's the toughest pirate to get out. That was you, right? And you said Jacob and also Lane were the first two.
7: Yeah, I I said JC, and then he proceeds to hit a home run over the scoreboard off me. (laughs) There you go.
6: Uh, A different question here, though. Who's the best hitter between you, Carter, and Josh? And this is from uh, the Hoovers. They want to yeah. know who's the best hitter uh, amongst you guys. Well, I have a career batting average
7: of 500, so I would say myself.
6: All right, that's Hall of Fame numbers right yeah. there. All right, Craig on
5: our Facebook live feed is asking, what is your favorite baseball movie of all time and why?
7: Ooh, The Sandlot. I grew oh, up on yeah. it. That was probably the first one of, one of the first baseball movies I watched, so uh, The Sandlot.
6: Good call. We had a YouTube question regarding your uh, – John says, at bat, Sailor will have this year over under one AB." Can you you think you'll get two? Think you'll get one? Um
7: I think I'll get one. All right. I, no, i I'm, I'm gonna take the over. I'll take the over.
6: I'll <laughs> take right. the over. Let's get him uh, up there. How'd you hit uh as a high schooler? Like right, what was your average you think? I actually hit
7: pretty good. Uh, I think I was like a three fifty average hitter, but uh, it's high school baseball. It's a little a little bit easier than college baseball. Do
6: you but, miss it? Like you wanna get up there or are you cool with No. <laughs>
7: okay. no hitting hitting's hard. <laughs> yeah. I I tried it, um, in uh in travel ball I, when i played for the dirt bags i first came in on that team as a, a third baseman and pitcher and i didn't get one hit that, yeah. that whole summer so you're
5: getting more votes for come sail away <laughs> uh for your walk-up song <laughs> who is that bo- that is uh come i can hear it in my head surely is it come sail away is it uh god i got sticks? Kansas sticks the sticks. Yeah, sticks that's
8: it yeah
6: i don't know if i heard that well song. you should google it's not a great no but it is a good song it just has the word "sail" in it.
5: No, no, no. Come sail away. That that part of the song would be pretty cool. As I was a sailor. <laughs> now
6: that was. I said uh, highwaymen. I was a sailor. I was a sailor. All right. Come Google, sail away is not a good song. Google come sail away
5: with me from Sticks after the show and all tell right. me. You can tell me that yeah, that would be a good one. It's, it's a terrible right, one. No, some. that'd be that'd be a cool one. I think. All right. Uh, Do you think the whole crowd's going to be, come
6: sail away, come sail away? (laughs) Yes. If we play
5: this at basketball games, that gets everybody fired up, surely. That's the thing. It doesn't get people fired up. Well, well.
6: It does the opposite, which, by the way, they only played it twice Twice. yesterday. Twice. We got it twice. And we had our worst game of the season. So I would like to say I was wrong. We need to play that song more. That's on (laughs) me. I'll uh, I'll take the heat. I
5: went to the game just hoping to hear it, Club.
6: And you did. Yes. But only twice. I know. Yeah. Worst game they've played all year and it's because they cut that song out. So they gotta bring it back. Yeah. All right, uh anything else for Garrett. I think we're dry on the um on the Twitter questions. Uh well we did have a question, Garrett. What is your what do you expect your role uh to be this year? Robert asking, uh, hey Sailor, are you expecting to start at all this year? It's so one way to ask it. What is your role on I mean, the team? Uh
7: right, right now my role is a is a bullpen guy, but I mean you really never know. I've been I've been thrown in every every situation you could think of. So right now it's a bullpen guy.
6: It's got to be cool because so, pitchers, especially the higher up you go, you know when your designated days are to pitch. You know when you got the day off. Like you got to be no, ready
7: every single day, pretty no, much. Yeah, I had what. Thirty thirty nine appearances last year. So yeah, I was I had to be ready to go every second, every single day.
6: Probably fun to go into each day knowing that too, right? Like, oh, like yeah. being ready to roll.
7: Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was taxing, but I wouldn't have had it any other way, to be honest.
5: Good stuff. All right. Steve saying Sailing by Christopher Cross is maybe what you were thinking of, Clip. It's a slower song, not a good walk-up song. Come sail away with me, or Come Sail Away is an upbeat, would be mm-hmm. a good walk-up song. Yeah, well, but either one I'll, I'll have to listen to it, would be interesting play on yeah. with the name yeah I'll have to listen which to you it. love that stuff clip
6: what's that the
7: word place on stuff like that yeah you probably liked riders uh pitching pitching songs didn't you
6: uh what do you have low Rider? yeah yeah, yeah. that that was good yeah comes still away not so good <laughs> he's already got a song
7: picked out
5: all right hey, are you able to switch it during the year
6: <laughs> I yeah
7: I can okay I can Just but I, I'll probably only switch it if, if I have a couple bad outings. Yeah. yeah. All, all right. All all right, right. We'll let's hope we keep it up. the same,
5: though. Yeah. <laughs>
6: the good mojo going. Uh, Garrett, great to chat with you, man. Enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Great Thanks job. Yeah. It was fun. Me. Yeah, it was fun. Me. Love you back soon. And uh, we will still uh, be uh, talking to Garrett throughout the year and asking uh, more Twitter questions. So get your uh, Twitter questions in every Monday. Yeah. Those are fun. I like that. That's kind of good. Getting to know the guys off the field. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Hour one. We'll talk uh, NFL playoffs from yesterday super bowl we were in Minji's yesterday for a not so great basketball game we'll talk about that as well more to go pirate radio live back after this
1: you're listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show
8: welcome back do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event we'll keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back into prl here's clip
6: all back with the pirate radio live here on a monday awesome talking with garrett sailor to kick off today's show he is a part of the del players lounge we'll talk to carter spivey later on today josh grows coming up in the third hour and then next week a new trio of pirates will join us lane hoover jacob jenkins coward and josh moylan so excited to talk ecu baseball as we would do anyway but yeah. uh, we'll be talking with the players this year once again
5: and gotten to know these guys a little bit look forward to everybody getting to know them on the air just outstanding young men clip and uh yeah i told them the other day regardless of what happens on the field this year that they've already represented east carolina in such a professional way that uh should make everybody proud
6: yeah so. And didn't mention it with Garrett, but what they do in the classroom as well. I know Gross yeah. is a uh, a two time All Conference uh, Academic All American, so uh, they got that going for him as well. Yeah, great guys.
5: And uh, met his parents over the weekend at the banquet. Nice folks. The. So, uh- Grosses? grosses yeah mrs gross
6: i'm gonna ask josh about his last name did he get picked on growing up that's a good question gross is a tough name for yeah. a kid you know
5: well and i was as i said i kind of you know prefer mrs gross and she's not i can assure you she's not gross not gross right all right uh very nice person good to hear. um hey so we were talking about basketball and you kind of brought this to attention i heard it in the stadium i thought they played the whole thing surely if you can help me play the original what what we're talking about though boom boom boom, boom, boom,
2: boom. Now let me say, well.
5: but they only play in the stadium it's like they cut it off after boom 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 it seemed like
6: no oh the, wait oh is that okay i, I thought, know you're not a basketball guy i know you but don't i, go to a lot I of thought games.
5: in the second half they only played the boom 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 part was i hearing it wrong yes okay so this is what you're saying they played it just that and they want the fans to respond to correct. the second part okay correct and you're kinda like this is really annoying, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right, so here's a question for you. You have to pick one. You're on an island clip, and this is the only thing that plays on the speakers. You get your choice. It's this
2: boom boom boom. Now let me, say, oh.
5: Or it's this.
2: Whopper
9: whopper whopper whopper.
6: Which one you get you can only have one. If I'm on an island, the whopper is gonna make me think of food. And I don't wanna think about food. So give me boom 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 all day. Boom, boom, boom. All right, Chandler, you're locked in your room. You I'm, can only hear one with headphones.
4: Boom 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 all the way. I, boom
2: boom boom.
4: That commercial is already all right. Whopper, whopper. Whopper,
9: whopper, 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 whopper.
4: I mean, I remember I during
6: the ECU football season, we would say DK. Yeah, talking about Johnny run the King. next play, Johnny Kirkpatrick. <laughs> I mean, that's how long it's been going on.
5: Yeah surely i'll let you weigh in on this do you go whopper 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 or do you make it a clean sweep for boom boom boom
8: now you're 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 asking me just that part correct that just that the two second or do we get the whole song well you know what i'm gonna be a
5: i'm gonna be a gentleman here you get the whole song you get to listen to the whole song which song do you choose
8: Oh, I think uh, "boom boom boom" would be way more entertaining, considering we looked up the lyrics. Yeah, so, all right. Boom,
5: boom,
2: now, now,
5: what if you only got that part versus only "whopper whopper whopper"? What would you do? I Does go... it
6: change your decision? Whopper whopper
9: whopper whopper.
8: Eh, I'd go whopper. Wow!
6: All right, that's a whopper. It's I, a no-win. I situation. thought Shirley
5: might take whopper if given the choice.
6: Good call, Shirley. Now
4: and it's funny because this commercial has gone so viral because like on TikTok or kind of any kind of social media, it's like your team's down four touchdowns and you're all upset and this is the first commercial you hear.
9: Whopper, 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 whopper.
4: Yeah, we'll be back. We'll
5: be back right
6: after this. (laughs)
9: Just
5: thrown an interception. Whopper, 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 whopper.
6: Should now here's a drives you crazy. Should we? Should we start playing that instead of boom, boom, boom at basketball games. Whopper, whopper, whopper? Yeah. Whopper, whopper. Like, whopper oh, my whopper, God. Whopper. No. I feel like the crowd would get into would that and this. start chanting that more than saying way a whopper,
5: whopper. I don't know.
6: Maybe we're on to
4: something here. I guess you can do it after a block. Whopper, 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 <laughs> whopper, 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 whopper.
6: That was the whopper.
4: Yeah
5: we Man. played a whopper of a game
6: speaking of basketball yesterday i'm in the uh the facilities the um r- the restroom at Minji's coliseum <laughs> and stall or urinal no. uh urinal okay i do my biz i'm walking to the sink okay the sink to right. wash your hands i'm all in on this story so can you visualize them? i'm I, i'm seeing you walk to to unfortunately
8: i can visualize this
6: another gentleman is in the restroom Uh uh-huh okay i'm Uh, approaching a urinal okay he is uh he he you know gets in position right right he's hand on wall as i am turning on i don't know if he went he could have gone two arms on wall (laughs) could have gone one could have gone none hands behind the back yeah uh, as I am turning on the sinkle, uh, first time I've heard that. The sinkle, so, the sinkle. the sink. It's a fun way to say sink. Oh, okay. This gentleman, Sounded like you were taking a, I've already taken my tinkle. Oh, then okay, I go to it. the sinkle. That's what we
4: were worried about. <laughs>
5: we thought you were using that as the urinal.
6: No. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, we all have before, but not in public. <laughs> right. Right. Not in minjis. Apparently, that's not true at Bolies. I did. A few times. <laughs> so, as I'm turning it on guy i don't know i don't know him from adam he says hey clip name this sound and starts urinating wow oh i thought you were gonna say passes gas I thought that's what he was going to do. Is that what you do when no, you go I, pee in the urinal? I thought that's where the story was going. <laughs> I thought he was going to rip one. Hey, Wait a uh, minute. No. Do you walk to the urinal to fart? <laughs> no. And then you just walk out of the bathroom. Hey, I got to go use the bathroom. One it, or two. Name the sound.
5: I thought that would have been the sound that he was getting ready to name. Like instead of pull my finger, I thought that's where you're going with
6: it. Anyway, Chandler Shirley. That's not. You've the never point heard of the a story. guy right
5: pass gas in the bathroom yeah.
6: of course i have. yeah yes. that's where i thought he was going the point of the story is he's a fan of name that sound
4: that's awesome that's great and i'm glad that he expressed his appreciation and his fandom of the game by playing it by playing it <laughs> yeah. in a urinal yes and saying hey what's this sound did Has you he name
6: eaten? it uh i did and i told to, i said we got to have shirley add uh man taking tinkle I, hey look i had the handheld with me i could have <laughs> i could have handed you the handheld to get the real
5: audio to get the, a real audio of See, it. there's a number of ways he could have gone with that though hey clip name the sound it could have been a burp could have you know
6: Sure, but again, he's in the urinal, unzipping his pants, about to use the bathroom. I'm just saying. And then Troy walked in. This is the crazy part. (laughs) Troy walks in, gets in the other urinal, passes gas,
3: (laughs) washes his hands and walks out. (laughs) Craziest thing I've ever seen.
6: (laughs) Uh, I love the sound game, Shirley. Second straight time Mm -hmm. I've been in Minji's where a stranger danger has come up to me and said i enjoy name that sound yeah so there you go shirley you got fans across the globe or at least in one little area so
4: that's back to back back to back back to back games where you have been approached about the name that sound and they and you can't say thank you
6: because you're not the one that came up with it i say i will pass that along to shirley i'm glad you enjoy it yep uh mike p says what's he got we should play the whopper song instead of living on a prayer
2: <laughs> whopper, 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 and the
6: music cuts, and all the students start singing the rest: single, double, triple, whopper. bk have it your, your way, way. Oh. you rule.
4: yeah See, if we do play it at football games, we need to actually implement DK.
6: DK, call it your way,
5: run the next play, <laughs> you um, rule. What's I mean? I'll be honest. I've been to a Burger King in a long time. This, this But this advertising, I wonder if their sales
6: are up from this. I would think so. I,
4: it has to be. Just catching us. Not only is it being played on television, it is, like I said, all over social media. Yeah.
6: I
5: mean, I, I'm not, like, the first this ad drove me nuts, and now I'm like, it comes on, and it's like, you start singing it. It is catching.
6: Yeah. It's a good move by them, too, because they really do seem to get left behind in the, the fast food hierarchy. Yeah. They're
5: probably like, yeah, they're in the... When you think of the fast food greats, you don't—they're not in the upper echelon. No, not at all. Yeah.
6: It's just they've kind of been around, you know. Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, all right, just
5: an idea for bringing that song out.
6: Troy, tell—did uh, you play your gambling game with your kids? I this did. Weekend? I did. All right. And full disclosure, this is another great
5: lesson for the kids because I said, if you missed it last week, pick a, a team and then let your child pick a team especially when it's like just two games like this and then the, you each take the other well
6: ball. before we talk about results i want to know how your draft went how your picks went. oh okay so, so you uh, got the first pick i did and okay. in fact
5: uh tyler was great about it because um i uh <clears throat> i got the 49ers with three points i wanted the 49ers and now he, we're doing points he gave me the points so i was See. gonna take it Okay, uh, You're going and up. and then because he had the two home teams, I took the two road teams, and then I got the Bengals with
6: two points. So who picked what though? Uh, I took. So pick, your first, I, my, pick, my first
5: pick was
6: the Bengals. I would assume. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
5: I wanted the. I really thought the Bengals. And were then win.
6: Tyler took the uh, Eagles. Eagles. So yeah. I
5: was stuck with the 49ers but right. he, he kind of felt bad for me. He's like, "I'll give you the points." I was like, "Okay."
6: Normally, bet straight up but it didn't matter. You should have told them to give you a quarterback instead. Yeah. Cuz that's what the 49ers did not have yesterday. Yeah.
5: and and look, that the officiating was terrible in that Bengals game, you know, with the you get a do-over, play, you know, a awful. Mulligan play. And then there was a stupid if that player doesn't have that personal foul on the sideline, they made it, they don't make that because it was overtime. overtime, anything could happen. Then that was a dumb play too. Yeah. So I you know, the Bengals it's unfortunate. They, but San Francisco just ran out of quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was, it was just going to happen. But, I mean, the Eagles would I mean, that would be – I don't know. I saw a, a graph online. It was like the percentage of – one of those pie graphs. Percentage of fans that want the Eagles to win, it was like 5%. Percentage of fans that want um, the Chiefs to win, it was like 5%. And then it said percentage of fans that want both teams to lose, 90%. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I mean, as a Washington fan, I'll never root for Philly, so I have a a, a rooting interest in this. But the Chiefs aren't my favorite team to root for. I mean, they've had their success. I like Mahomes. I like Kelsey. Shirley asked, do you have Travis Kelsey? He cut the uh, rock promo after the game on the podium uh, in Jim Nance's face.
2: Hey, I've got some wise words for that Cincinnati
9: mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You got to fight for your
3: right to party! a
5: little Beastie Boys, too, there at the end.
6: Beastie Boys and uh, wow. The Rock. That's like from 25 years ago now. Yeah. I, I oh, that's believe. a throwback
5: right for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, he's right in my wheelhouse. Right
6: 1998 there. with The name Rock. It. And then, like, what? 80, 90, early 90s with yeah. Beastie Boys. Yeah. He's going Na- back. Name that
5: sound. I'd be right there with him. <laughs> name that, that quote.
4: And if the Eagles do win the super bowl we've got to find the audio of this guy in his introductory press conference saying that the si- he was going to come
6: up with a system and i want to say that the system worked all right the tony used to pick on this guy and i will jumped on board too because well, he he's, he, he said, said a whole nothing. bunch of nothing. nothing he had one of the worst introductory press conferences awful. since uh adam gaze was oh, looking God. around the room <laughs> yeah. Like we were, we're like, want to come up with a system right? that works. This guys are complete clowns. Adams clown. defense
5: he was stoned.
6: Well, <laughs> so. I don't. Yeah, and Sirianni, I don't. It was just talking nonsense, but apparently there was something to it. He's he's winning games.
5: Steve Hill with the throwback on Facebook clip with the you were, had the bathroom story earlier from Oh Inges. yeah, yeah. Steve Hill with the the sink sink urinal urinal stall named the bathroom. Remember, <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> Name how that, that happened. Bathroom. We, we were talking about bathroom. Oh, I remember what happened where I walked into an undisclosed restaurant. To go to the
6: bathroom. Oh, yeah. And, and it, somebody was, it was
5: urinal, urinal, stall. Like, right yeah. in the And someone, there was a guy this, with his, it was the first thing you see as you walk in, a urinal, and he had his pants at his ankles at the urinal, which is kind of unusual. So it wasn't like, whoa, it was more than I had bargained for. Yeah. Usually when you're at a urinal, the etiquette is you still keep your pants on.
6: Yeah, for yeah. all you women listening, <laughs> yeah. uh, in a guy's bathroom, we try to keep our pants up while we... You, you can, know, can
5: use the urinal without having to pull your pants down sure. to your
6: ankles. It can be done.
5: That was an unusual form <laughs> that... And then we just... So, I didn't want to say what restaurant, so then you said, well, describe what it looked like. So, I said urinal, urinal, yeah. stall.
6: We played the and game, named and,
5: and then I started describing other bathrooms, and you na- Like, then I described other bathrooms that weren't this one, and I did one, like, from Chico's, which you got right.
6: Well, you were the expert on this. Oh, maybe I
5: you was, were saying, yeah. "Yeah, that's right." My bad.
6: <laughs> maybe you were going to name that. Bathroom. You forget things so much. I know like, you didn't even give yourself credit on something you deserve credit <laughs> on. That was uh, upset right there in that's, itself.
5: That's the second thing I've forgotten within the last twelve months. Uh, remember the 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 guy that was here, the scout from the Braves.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that too. I yeah. talked him up with uh, whatchamacallit. You basically got Bryson World. Correct. Whatchamacallit. Now you don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Got what's got his moral. face?
5: Got him dra- I got him, uh, got him a free exit, You basically or, got uh, him to deal. Major League
6: Baseball. Yeah, that's right. He's welcome. Single-handedly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so.
5: Oh, he's asking me. Sink, sink, urinal, urinal, stall. Where is this? He goes, what's your answer? Sink, sink, urinal, urinal. I need like a hint. Is it a restaurant or like a place I frequent? Uh, I'm going to go Chick-fil-A.
4: Hmm
5: i don't know let us know steve how about
4: this one sink urinal urinal stall
6: sink i have an answer to steve before we move on though all right that feels, uh, this feels like a sheets to me
4: Ooh. oh sink, tie, okay sink,
6: sink, stick, urinal, tie urinal stall so uh it's, it's got to be tiebreakers everybody think
5: sink urinal that's a it, yeah but there's i thought there's only one sink there so i guess it
6: depends which tiebreakers you're at i hate that we're out of time because this is good stuff. So. Name
5: the bathroom. All Got
4: right. a Good bathroom
5: story though, Clip. Uh, what's that? Your bathroom story is yeah. good with the
4: name the sound. Name that sound. So yeah. mine was all right, sink urinal urinal stall. That is tiebreakers.
8: That's what I said.
5: <laughs> and I said it earlier. That's
4: you've two people said tiebreakers.
5: And I'm about breakers. to say
6: right now, tiebreakers. <laughs> Speaking
4: of tiebreakers, what's in tiebreakers?
6: Break. Well done, Chandler.
4: We'll take a break. Went to lunch there today, so I hold Nailers.
6: Carter Spivey going to join us on the other side. We'll uh, have questions for Carter, your Twitter questions as well. That's on the way. The Delcor Players Lounge rolls on on a Monday. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitiesportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Uh, Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor-to-Neighbor neighbor program. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock.
6: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We're talking a little football with Carter Spivey. We'll talk some baseball as well. as the Delcor Players Lounge here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. And uh, joining us now the uh, 2022 aac pitcher of the year carter spivey carter good to have you in how you doing man i'm doing good thanks for having me coming off uh afc nfc championship games was talking off the air with you uh did you watch some football yesterday i did i did um chiefs Bengals was a crazy game
10: Uh, two really good quarterbacks going at it um personally had the chiefs uh, some lucky or feeling good they won and I think I'm going to ride with him in the Super Bowl too.
6: I hope you're right. Uh, as a Washington fan, I do not want to see Philadelphia win. Who's your uh, Who's your NFL team? Um, growing up, I was a a Redskins or Commanders
10: fan because I'm from that area. Oh, okay. And, um, as a, I mean, I haven't. I don't really follow the NFL
6: all that closely
10: uh, anymore unfortunately. I'm more of a, a baseball guy. Follow baseball pretty religiously. So
6: when you were, so like RG3 2012, were you yep. into them then? Yeah. That was that a was, really fun year. Yeah, it was a good year. That was like their first winning season in like seven or eight years. <laughs> the and, problem is they're too far, you know, far between, but uh, I've yeah. stuck with them, I guess. I, yeah. I'm too old to change now. That's, that's fair. That's so. fair.
10: Yeah, me and my dad used to go to games all the time.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't been I hadn't been since that season. Uh, the Falcons game, rg Three actually got knocked out. It was Kirk Cousins' debut. Mm-hmm. That's the last game I went to. Fair enough. Um, cool. But uh, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll have something to celebrate. All right, let's uh, let's talk some baseball. I, I look back at this tweet I had on May twenty third, two thousand twenty two. Uh, it says in twenty nineteen Carter Spivey made seven appearances. He had a nineteen point five zero ERA. In twenty twenty two Carter Spivey was named the AAC Pitcher of the Year, and that's awesome for you. I think that's awesome for others struggling early on it's mm-hmm. kind of like this is not the the finish line and, and i kind of asked you about it on media day you had a great line about you'll never regret working hard like right. even if you don't really complete that end goal the way you want it you'll never regret the work you put in and uh, you had some awesome answers i kind of just want to rehash that quarter kind of what you've been to 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 where you are today sure um so you know,
10: freshman year obviously Didn't go how anyone imagines it, you know. Um, Coming off the freshman fall, you know, I pitched really well. I was really confident and started hearing my name get thrown around, like, oh, this guy's going to pitch a lot. And I didn't let it get to my head in the sense that, like, I stopped working hard, but I let it get to my head or I, like, put a lot of pressure on myself. Hmm. And I go out there and and I struggle. And for, you know, the two years after that, it was more the same. I could never really figure it out and— um, like I said, at media day, you know, a lot of credit to to where I'm at now goes to my parents and also Coach G. Um, Coach G let me stay and figuring it out and giving me a second chance. and Then also my parents just hammering in that, you know, you got to work hard and you might not show up right now, but, you know, down the road, you'll be thankful that you worked your, your butt off and... uh you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm
6: at now, yeah, and I mean, just an incredible year last year you you started, you had five saves, you uh spotless eight 0 record, which sometimes that winning losing stat uh in baseball for a pitcher doesn't tell the whole story, sure. but I think it does when it tells your eight 0 uh two eight three e r a like uh i mean you had to be feeling good all last year what what went right for you you think last year i think it was a it was a
10: mindset thing, um you know I worked a lot with with a k um, last fall and uh, I guess it was two falls ago now and uh, the beginning or before last season and um, trying to figure out what my identity was on the mound because um, I'm a very competitive person but trying to harness that on the on the mound in game situations and you know we worked a lot we worked uh, a, a lot I mean it's kind of hard to put that into words but um, just kind of figuring out what my identity was and obviously um once the season came around i was i was prepared and just had my mind in the right spot you know what i mean
6: mentioned it with uh, garrett same with you right you have you've had three pitching coaches since you've been yeah. here with uh, yeah. with roselle with uh dietrich and now with austin knight so mm-hmm. how has that helped How has it hindered you know what's that that experience been like for you it's actually been you know it's pretty cool because it's three different coaching styles
10: three different personalities and all three are very knowledgeable in what they do. Um, and just kind of taking bits and pieces of what each one has kind of told me and figuring out what works best for me and you know, utilizing it. And AK is such, such a cool guy to work with. He's very smart, loves the game, um, <laughs> goes home every night. Like that's, that's what he does. He just watches pitching videos and stuff, picks up stuff,
6: and we know we talk about it all the time because we're both baseball nerds um but it's i really think cool. he even said media day like uh, in his free time he listens to pitching podcasts oh, yeah. like he's yeah. always on
10: it yeah we always we just have little just, you know com- or talking sessions in his office just talking about different stuff that we we saw on social media that day or youtube or whatever and just seeing you know what what can we add to our repertoire to, to get better you know um it's pretty cool who are your uh big league guys that you watch now or watch growing up that you like Growing up, I was a Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera fan. So that's I'm a Yankees fan yeah, uh, for are. that reason. Um, but right now, I mean, there's so many good guys. DeGrom's probably my favorite pitcher to watch because um, I feel like we're pretty similar uh, in terms of stature and mm-hmm. uh, the pitches we throw. And then also really big Mike Trout fan who was –
6: also supposed to come here i don't know if you knew that but uh, uh legend here. has it that uh mike trout was a commit and he was yep. made a terrible decision to go <laughs> pro and be uh, hasn't an mvp it worked out, and hasn't yeah. worked out for him at all All that stuff <laughs> uh talking to carter spivey uh inside the pirate radio studio so carter this is like a dangerous question to ask an ecu pitcher because things never go as planned but mm-hmm. what is the plan for you what is your role on this uh team heading into this season uh nothing set in stone yet um
10: Still have two weeks of scrimmages to go, Um, and I I tell people this all the time. I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. I don't care. I don't care what my role is. As long as we're winning games, I'm a happy man.
6: There you go. Uh, How about uh, over the weekend, how did the practices, scrimmages go, getting back out there? Uh, What did you guys accomplish this weekend?
10: It was really cool. Really nice weather, too. We uh, we enjoyed that, Um, but they're really competitive. Um, The offense looked really good. A lot of guys uh, squaring up baseballs, pitchers, really good stuff on the mound um still got some stuff to clean up and you know get better obviously got a couple weeks to go but um, all in all for the first weekend scrimmaging is really really positive
6: garrett after his uh what was the official number 39 appearances last year uh took the summer off uh you had 35 appearances last year so what did you do uh over the summer
10: uh over the summer me sailor hoover uh a handful other guys jc was uh came back after a little bit of summer ball and uh Worked out with the freshmen, incoming freshmen, kind of get them uh, accustomed to the, the culture we have here, and um, just, uh, did a little bit of throwing. And then in the fall, through till about mid October, and then AK and I had a conversation, shut down just to give my shoulder a little a little
6: extra break. You hundred uh, percent good to go. For oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, uh, just a few weeks away now. Starting to, I don't know, is, is it starting to feel real when you have that first practice and everything? Like, are you... uh, I mean. A little, but at the same time, it's like, you know, taking it day by
10: day, yeah. like today we had an off day, but we have a practice that day, that's that's what we're focused on, practice, lift, meetings, whatever it is, like what we're doing that day is what we're focused on, can't t- get too far ahead of ourselves.
6: Carter Spivey joining us, Carter, I mean, we'll get into like the recapping games, previewing games, but while we're still here before the season starts, I want to ask you about last year, but really all the success that the team has had since you've been here, and uh, does it ever get old hosting a regional hosting a super no, regional I mean, never never
10: i mean that was the coolest environment i've ever been a part of last yeah. year um that's super regional something else i mean the uh the game three it was like 10 o'clock at night after a rain delay and we come back out there and the stands are still packed like it was a, a noon game it was crazy and um the 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 regional too crazy atmosphere you had that winning streak and everything and I remember that UVA game pretty well. Uh, it's pretty distinct in my head. That was, I told Troy this at the uh, at the banquet. That was the only time where, like, I could I, I got goosebumps while I was out there. It was, yeah. never happened, but I got I, I think I struck the guy out the first batter in the ninth, and the crowd went crazy. And I was like, oh,
6: you know, that's that, <laughs> that's crazy. I got goosebumps and everything. It was pretty cool pretty cool awesome stuff and uh hoping to get another one of those here they are uh, just nothing really compares to it i mean we've you know big time football games the pack mingies, all fun but something about those and that saturday night game in the regional is always special Mm -hmm. and and that's exactly where that virginia game was this past season uh carter spivey joining us we get to some of our uh twitter questions here if you have a question you can chime in on twitter facebook or youtube and we'll start with uh we'll go back to walk-up songs uh because brad asking is kind of an inside joke here will any of them use boom 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 let me hear you say wayo as the walk-up song uh you can hit that if you would
2: like i remember
6: early on a a younger brash carter spivey had the president carter the, president uh, carter yeah. you, and you've gone away from that I have. uh what is the uh do you have a walk-up song picked out for this year yep simple man leonard skinner there you go Simple, easy, simple, great tune, great walk up song. Uh, let's see, what are your game day uh, superstitions? Um,
10: I have to shower before every game. Um, and I always have to, I start when I, so we get undressed or whatever, start putting my baseball uniform on. on I go feet to head. I don't know if that's, that's superstition, huh. but I have okay. to do it. So I go left foot sock, right foot sock, compression pants baseball pants undershirt (laughs) jersey hat and that's like it's like a whole thing i don't know but that's i gotta do it
6: interesting is that only for uniform or do you do that like day-to-day as well practice too same thing okay all right uh let's see that was from charlie william has a series of questions some i won't ask um what are you afraid of i always like that one um this might be a little weird a little funny but something about being
10: on a boat in the middle of the ocean like because i was younger i watched titanic and that
6: that movie just just gets me every time so I, have I, you ever been on a cruise before never not, not really? doing it not, <laughs> not going doing it. all right not gonna be on a cruise ship nope. um who's the uh, hottest celebrity who's your celebrity crush gotta be jennifer aniston i think second jennifer aniston a sailor said that too yeah yeah we were talking about
10: that <laughs>
6: Do y'all watch friends or something yeah like, big friends fan all right that explains it i guess our uh chandler producer here his parents named him after the character really? on friends that's awesome fast yeah. fact for you uh let's see most likely to get arrested i'm not going to ask you that i will ask you who the best fighter is on the team Ooh. who do you think would win a uh, battle royal i gotta go Jaden winter that kid is he's crazy all right he's uh
10: he's uh i don't even know how to describe him but like his whole personality is very bulldogish.
6: and there could be sense. like a six foot six giant dude but if you got like a 5'11 crazy guy mm-hmm. like i'd almost rather fight the big guy right Like right. crazy is kind of scary he's got that crazy but he's also like six four, so he's got them both yeah okay <laughs> yeah. well that's a bad that's a dangerous combo that's what i'm saying uh what do you like on your hot dog hot dog ketchup and mustard that's it all right once again, back to the simple man. Simple man, that's right. Uh, what are your thoughts on no on-field props this season? <sighs> I, mean, I don't think it's going to distract
10: us from winning baseball games <laughs> at the end of the day, but, yeah. I mean, it's it's a rule we got to follow. It is what it is. But, like I said, not going to take away from us winning baseball games.
6: So I don't mind the – I'm a Braves fan. I mean, Acuna is very demonstrative with mm-hmm. what he does. But even guys, we've had – guys pimp it and stuff um and i'm okay with that because i feel like there's a lot of pitchers that strike a guy out and will do some stuff too Mm -hmm. so as a pitcher how do you feel about a guy pimping one or watching it does it like how do you feel about it as a
10: i have no problem with it honestly um but i think there's a time and a place if if you're losing i don't know six nothing and you pimp a home run like come on like get like figure it out but, um, you know, if it's a big game and you hit a home run, it's that tie game, you hit a go-ahead go home run, absolutely show that emotion. That's that's what makes baseball fun. And I think the more people that kind of understand that, like, just makes baseball more entertaining as a whole, you
6: know. It almost seems like fans get more offended by it than the players on the field sometimes, which is, I don't know. But. A little
10: bit, but, like, I mean, some, some guys take exception to it, but, yeah. like, I mean, if I if I get a big strikeout, I'm going to do it too. Yeah, so if they right. If a big home run, why can't they do it? You know.
6: And if you're up 8 nothing and strike a guy out, you're probably not going right. to have that juice maybe. Right. So, yeah, that's, I think that's a fair answer. Uh, question from the Hoovers. Uh, which one of, out of you, Garrett and Josh, is the better hitter?
10: See, I think Saylor has two career at bats here, and he's hitting 500 with a, a swinging bunt down the first baseline. <laughs> so, based off of the box score, you would say him, but I I think my BP rounds are a little more impressive.
6: Okay. Uh, the, so, you haven't hidden a game here. I have not. I'm still waiting for my opportunity. You think you'll get it this year? i would like at least one but yeah. that, that's not my decision to make <laughs> cliff used to put cooch up there and uh did, some other did. guys so maybe you'll get your shot this year all right um when's the last so when so you do you actually take bp we have a we have a rule so if we pitch a shutout the pitchers will get bp <laughs> the next uh i guess off day or whatever there you go um all right here's one christian just chiming in on youtube who's the next benny t energy guy on this year's team who's the energy guy for you
10: i don't know because that came out of the blue last year because then inner squads and everything like he didn't seem like that kind of person He was very calm and laid back and then we get you know pitches in some some big games last year and all of a sudden it just let loose
6: oh but um i don't know I, i have to wait for a couple games to see, because it kind of so you say that kind of came out of nowhere, maybe it'll come out of nowhere again, maybe right? It's, yeah, it's got to get like an emotional game, I guess, and yeah. somebody will go out there and let it loose. Josh, how dare you ask a good question while we're asking these dumb ones? This is a good question. I wish I'd have thought of uh, what are your thoughts on the pitch clock? And Cliff godwin said they were going to maybe try to implement that more this year. Um, honestly, it doesn't really affect me too much because every day in practice,
10: AK will uh kind of harps on it. You know, we're bullpens whatever, um kind of make sure your pace very up tempo, keep the pace, keep it moving. Um so that way when you get in the game, it's not like a you're not like caught off guard or yeah. surprised or
6: anything like that. So I think it just comes down to the preparation and our coaches do a really good job of preparing us for that. All right. I got a question for Jacob Jenkins Coward about a mustache that I'll have to get through uh to next week. But <laughs> he's a he's a good looking guy, huh? Yeah, it's a, a good looking mustache in there. Yeah, it? no doubt. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Phil, if Vince McMahon was recruiting ECU baseball players to WWE, what player on the roster would have the best shot at becoming the next superstar? Jaden. Jaden Winter. All right. Going yeah, back to The answer, Jayden. yep. Did you watch wrestling at all growing up? I'm not a big wrestling person. Never got into it? Mm-mm. All right. What uh, What other sports did you play in high school or growing up? I played freshman basketball, and I guess it's kind
10: of a funny story, but uh, my high school— it's like nationally ranked every year. We have guys that go to Duke, UNC, Villanova, all these big time programs. And when I was a freshman in high school, I was five, seven, maybe five, eight, a buck forty. I was a skinny, scrawny little white guy. Just didn't really fit in on the basketball yeah. court all that much. But, um, but yeah i played freshman basketball and after that i switched to just full-time baseball
6: any guys any names we would know from your basketball school uh jeremy roach he's at duke uh, at right duke now, now uh, yeah. trevor keels okay brandon slater at villanova
10: uh anthony harris from unc um so yeah you you couldn't
6: see the court that yeah, much yeah not not even a little bit <laughs> wouldn't sniff it uh, there you go if if you weren't playing baseball what other sport would would it be basketball or would I it be? think it would be
10: because yeah. it's funny after I stopped playing basketball was when I got good at basketball because I started playing pickup at the gym for yeah. like just conditioning cardio and actually got pretty good um, but I mean yeah that's that's probably the other. I don't think I'd fit in too well with football. I'm not the biggest guy out there, you know. (laughs)
6: All right, uh, Carter Spivey joining us. If you got questions, you can chime in with those. We'll have Carter here a few more minutes. So uh, as far as the team goes, uh, Cliff Godwin is a big be where your feet are Mm -hmm. and one day at a time and stuff to you kind of look up and down the schedule do you go that far in advance at all not at all Yeah, no. i'm not even worried about it to be honest with you the only thing i'm worried about
10: is this interview and then <laughs> we have a little a little team dinner you're like minute by minute Pretty much. Yeah. That's another thing I've had to, you know, maturity-wise um, as a freshman, you know, I would go up and down the schedule. Oh my God, like this is a, nah, it doesn't really, matter. each game's important. You need to win all, every game you can. There's no game that's bigger than the rest.
6: What's your uh, practice week look like this week? What do you guys got going on?
10: We have practice, I guess, the next three days. It kind of depends on rain
6: um, and then scrimmages this weekend awesome good stuff and uh gearing up for george washington uh, to open the year this year and we won't go beyond that we'll talk about that when it gets here uh carter thanks for hanging out with us man absolutely uh, good job you're uh you're a natural thanks thank so, yeah. you uh, you're not too bad yourself <laughs> thanks man i'm super nervous so thank you for carrying this interview. I appreciate it. All right, we'll uh, get a break in. Josh Gross, come, how's he at talking? I heard he was pretty good. He's a talker. He's All right, good. Talker, Looking yeah. forward to talking to Josh coming up later on in our program. When we return, we'll talk to Brian Bailey. Uh, he had a Dane Cowboys show today on the Brian Bailey Show, talking to Robert Jones. We'll talk about the actual teams in the Super Bowl with Bailey and uh, recap yesterday's EC basketball game as well. That's on the way. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this.
1: Listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear now back to the show
8: welcome back do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties or are you curious about the current real estate market do you need a property manager for rental houses ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and S.D. Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL Year's Clip.
6: Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday awesome having the delcor players lounge back getting to know some pirate players including garrett sailor and carter spivey we'll talk to josh gross coming up uh, in about 30 minutes or so he'll join us here in the pirate radio studios next week we'll get to know lane hoover josh moylan and jacob jenkins coward and uh, you can chime in with your questions on youtube or facebook live um whenever you would like and we'll uh pass those questions along
8: clip i would like for you to the who, who's coming in next josh yes okay i would like the fourth grader question please
6: whoa say that again
8: the fourth grader question oh
6: yeah how many fourth graders remind me if i forget but that okay. is a uh and a we
8: have one. brian bailey on the line
6: uh double b brian bailey joining us hello brian yeah yeah you
0: got
6: me yeah oh <laughs> you
0: all right i said i said speaking of fourth graders oh i
6: missed play. that part <laughs> yes. there you go i missed the punchline. sorry bailey yeah no problem not a problem brian uh man i dozed off during the brian bailey show when you and robert jones talked about the cowboys for 30 minutes earlier today <laughs> but other than that it was a good show
0: it was fascinating conversation i hope
9: you look to do it again at six
6: o'clock tonight i am joking i enjoyed the conversation and i like how you and robert go back and forth you would kind of ask him a question leaning a certain way and he'd say well i'm gonna disagree with you bailey i'm gonna fight you on that one and uh i thought he had some great answers kind of your look at it as the fan his look at it uh from a former player and uh led to a good discussion so i did enjoy that if you missed it check it out coming up at six o'clock uh you can hear it and uh, i had some great comments about zay's awesome year as well and robert said it uh those jaguars are building something down there with their quarterback and with all the weapons they brought in
0: and I think so too. And I think that, you know, when you look at the whole, you know, scope of things, when he was trying to go somewhere as a free agent and trying to make that decision, but that, that has, because you have to go somewhere that you, if you're a receiver, you got to have somebody that's going to get you to football. And I think that, you know, that's a great spot, young quarterback, up and coming quarterback. Uh, and they evidently have a really good relationship. So that really looks like it's a bright future.
6: And uh, a little tidbit, I didn't know that the Chiefs were potentially in the running for landing Zay Jones either until Robert said something about that today.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that either, but that's, uh, that would have been interesting because you've got to wonder with, with the chief problems right now at wide receiver, of course, yeah. Powell might get a chance. Uh, he's on the practice squad. Maybe he'll get a chance to, to move up.
6: That's right, and maybe uh, get him a ring. It will be the Chiefs and Eagles in the Super Bowl. I have a clear uh, rooting interest in that one. Whoever's playing Philly, I will be rooting for, so that'll be uh, my rooting interest for the Super Bowl, Bailey. But sets up as a great matchup, two number one seeds. Boy, the Eagles, I, I can't remember a you know path of slaughter a team has gone on to reach the Super Bowl. They crushed the Giants, and then they— you know faced an undermanned 49ers team knocking out both quarterbacks so kind of hard to say you know that the, the, that game could have gone a lot different yesterday but you got to give the eagles credit they haven't even faced a challenge in the last month or so
0: no they haven't and and you, i know they played some really good football the entire season and they had just a couple of losses and just the way they've played and then as you said you get into the playoffs and that's that's when it that's when it counts and they've you know, that that game on Sunday was disappointing because, you know, the 49ers couldn't keep a quarterback standing up. And, you know, they, they lose one, lose another one, put the other one back in who can't throw. That was really a bizarre game to watch when you think about it because when you're that, you know, you know hamstrung on an offense, that's that's difficult to, against a good defense. I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're going up against a, a bad defense, maybe you could hide some things. But, you know, there's no hiding anything against those Eagles. and you know, It was a real struggle for San Francisco.
6: No doubt. I think it's going to be a uh, fantastic Super Bowl. The line started at a pick Bailey and uh, has since leaned towards the Eagles a little bit as uh, you're getting some Eagles action coming in, but uh looking forward to the matchup.
0: Yeah, I am too. You know, I always I like watching the Super Bowl. I think all the build up and everything and you know, as a kid I got to watch my Cowboys play a lot
6: in the Super Bowls, but
0: that doesn't happen anymore, but still
6: still is next year it's always next year always and uh I, I, i've been told next year's the year for dallas uh bailey
0: i, I think so yeah glad you said that.
6: yeah could be all right double b brian bailey joining us on the pirate radio live line speaking of football bailey another all-star game another game Hold aylers is in another game he wins mvp in uh what a run he has been on this post-ECU career so far to this point could not gone uh, any, could not have gone any better for Holt nailers He uh, put on another great performance over the weekend.
0: And, you know, the, the interesting part about that is when he played in the Hula Bowl, that was right during the football banquet at East Carolina. And I was emceeing that, so I couldn't watch that. And then this week, the baseball banquet. And I was emceeing that, and it was a great banquet. Cook did a great job with the banquet again. But I was trying to keep up on Twitter to see how he was doing, and I knew we had that touchdown pass early on. And then when we finished up, I thought, Well, I'll be darned, he did it again. How about that? How about the odds of that? It's just astronomical that a kid can can be his MVP in his bowl game and a bowl win, and then go to two different All Star games because you know they don't get to play all that much. The quarterbacks, you know, alternate. Looks like everybody else does. Everybody has to. You get a lot of players of those things, and you don't get to play the whole game like you would, you know, in a normal game. And just the way he was able to do it, and it's just uh, hopefully he's opening up some eyes around the NFL, and he'll get
8: a shot. Well,
6: whatever happens now, if Holden's playing, you know, if he got a, a Senior Bowl invite or a preseason game or the Grey Cup in Canada, whatever, you have to schedule uh, an event to MC on that day. At this, I mean, that's, that's right. Yeah, it's
11: good luck for him,
6: isn't it? I guess so. It's worked so far, uh, but man, that's awesome for Holden Ailers, and uh, once again, just. Uh, he has done everything he has had to do to this point to to keep getting his name out there, keep showcasing his arm and uh, and also his personality to these scouts and to these teams. Uh, Brian Bailey joining us uh, on the Pirate Radio Live line. Bailey, uh stinker yesterday in Menjee's. That was tough, and as I said to you earlier when you were here, you know i don't know what to be more disappointed in the lack of scoring for east carolina or the fact that wichita state scored on just about every possession in the first half and a lot of it was layups and when they weren't getting layups they were knocking down threes i, I gotta give them credit too they were getting out in transition every missed bucket uh would lead to a two-on-one break uh credit to them and and mike schwartz uh kind of scratching his head after that one yesterday
0: Yeah, I know he's disappointed because it's one thing when you lose a game and and your kids are playing as hard as they can and they're flying around, but it just didn't seem like they had that that energy in this game. They've had games where they were flying around and getting lots of rebounds and, and, you know, know, hanging tough, but they really didn't hang tough in this one at all. They were down by as many as 27 in the second half, and uh, that late uh, flurry of threes brought them back within 13. But it was really, yeah, it's one of those – head scratchers like you said it's just it's hard it's hard to win in the american and you don't get you know some of these teams like you know the upper echelon teams it's really difficult to play against those teams but you get these teams that are you know have about the same number of wins as yourself you, you think you're going to have at least a competitive game with them and that was that was the real shocker on uh, sunday
6: yeah the real shocker you didn't even do that on purpose but you did, <laughs>
0: you did. i thought about it as soon as i <laughs>
6: Looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by da Buck Coming up tonight, the Wahoos of Virginia, sixth in the country, Bailey uh, in the dome at Syracuse. What do you think about Jaden uh, and the Wahoos this year? How are they doing?
0: Yeah, I watched them play on uh, Saturday, a Boston College game, and they struggled a little bit early on, but uh, they've got a very talented team. They've got a couple of freshmen that you're going to hear a lot about, you know, coming up. They're really talented and Jaden's numbers are down this year just because you know those guys are getting some minutes but i i don't know what kind of run they'll make as far as the ncaa tournament is concerned but you know last year they didn't make the tournament so i think this is a year that they they certainly will and they'll be probably a they could be as high as a two i think right now they're they're tinkering between two and three uh, as far as the seeds go but uh, they've got a lot of talent on that team tony bennett he does a great job with them and uh, we'll have to see how it goes. You know, time tournament time comes. Bailey,
6: uh, I, I can't say he's a, a new favorite player of mine. I, I don't like him as a state player, but as a fellow Bubba, I watched DJ Burns from NC State on Saturday put up thirty-one points. does oh, does he? What's that?
0: He makes us all. it makes us all. For as a
6: Bubba, we gotta like this guy. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, uh, thirty-one points for state. That, that was a big win. Uh, for Kevin Keats' his guys who uh, are, are looking good as far as the tournament goes right now. Now we know we can all go south uh, for NC State but 17-5, and 7-4 and big win and man Burns was awesome uh, on Saturday.
0: And he causes all kinds of problems down low because he's built like no other basketball player you've ever seen. Yeah, and he, and he gets his body in angles that you just can't do anything with it. I mean you can be 7 foot tall but the way he maneuvers in there, I mean he does a good job but he's He's getting better and better every time you see him. And and with Terquavion and those guys shooting from the outside, L. Joyner and and Terquavion Smith, I mean, I'm glad to see Terquavion back and healthy and everything. That was a little scary about a week ago, but uh, everything's fine now.
6: And right now, looking at the ACC, you've still got North Carolina NC State uh, receiving votes, uh, Duke as well. So to see those triangle teams not in the top 25, you do have Miami, Clemson, we mentioned Virginia. Uh, but it's a weird year overall. You've still got – is Kentucky uh, still out? They're, at, they're not in the top 25. Yeah. Uh, Indiana got back in uh, this week. Uh, but a lot of blue bloods on the outside looking in right now.
0: Yeah, it has been kind of an odd year. I think it's been an odd year for Duke, Been an odd year for – for North Carolina, I think North Carolina really thought after coming so close last year and not losing a whole lot of parts. Yeah, uh, they lost one key one, but they uh, with, with but Bay- Armando Bacot is just incredible to watch. And, and you know, I'm not a Carolina Tar Heel fan, but I do like watching Armando Bacot play because you know he goes out on the court and he's going to have you know double digit rebounds, double digit scoring, and he he does it you know with a flair and he's just he's just really good. I mean, I, I just think that. You know, I've, I've read some things, though, that they don't project him well in the NBA, but uh, he's he, he's really he's got a good collegiate career, that's for sure.
6: BB, Brian Bailey uh, joining us. Bailey, what else you got uh, covering coming up on WNCT Channel 9 this week?
0: Well, we got, we got some stuff with Holton for the 5 o'clock coming up at 5.20, so we're about an hour from that, right? Yeah, a little less than an hour from that, so we got that coming up. Uh, keep an eye on the Hurricanes as well. They've won five games in a row. Some high school basketball coming up midweek, and Pirate baseball, you know, we're getting closer and closer. I think usually the banquet, it, it seems to me like the banquet's closer to opening day, like two weeks. I think its or it was earlier this year. I may be mistaken, but it seems like... Uh yeah, I'm ready to play baseball now after going to the banquet the other night, so I'm looking forward to Pirate Baseball.
6: and uh, Hockey man Brian Bailey was talking about hockey earlier uh, in the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, Kane's knocking off the Bruins last night, but uh, second best team in the league uh, basically behind Boston, and they beat them last night. Bailey, you were talking about that uh, thriller they had to come from behind earlier in the week and uh, just something to kind of keep an eye on. We might have uh, some big time going to have playoff hockey, but maybe uh, maybe some Stanley Cup hockey once again in North Carolina.
0: Yeah, and that would be something else because the last time the Canes, when they won the Stanley Cup, we were down to one person in our sports department. So we didn't get a chance to go to Raleigh much that week. And uh, that's something that I wish you know we would had a chance to do So I'm hoping that if they get back, we'll be able to go to some of the games. And the, the Hurricane folks are really good to us about allowing us to cover some of the playoffs and that kind of thing. So it's a, it's a, it's a great deal. And I'm telling you, if you've never been to a hockey game, I don't understand it completely. Like, when I watch an NFL game, I think I understand most of it. But uh, hockey, I don't understand a whole lot of it. But, man, those guys are talented. They're athletic. They can – like linebackers on
6: skates. All right, before you go, I'm going to ask you a couple of the uh, Twitter questions that people have asked uh, me to ask the baseball players. So your first will be – let's see. If Melissa's not listening, who's the hottest celebrity, Bailey? Who's your celebrity crush right now?
0: jennifer aniston
6: <laughs> unbelievable garrett sailor carter spavi and brian bailey have all said the same person
0: well she's closer to my agent
6: you tell them to leave her alone what is going on is she popular now is everybody just watching friends again is she in something uh, that's crazy wow <laughs> see I, I
0: had so many things go through my head right there i just decided not to say anything I, i've always thought she was she was yeah. Pretty. I always told Melissa that I thought she kind of resembles her in some ways.
6: Oh, there you go. That's that's awesome and to I, say.
0: I'll weasel my way out of that one.
6: <laughs> uh, finally, Bailey, uh, what are you afraid of?
0: What am I afraid
6: of? Your first wife.
0: Oh, yes, you're going right about that, buddy. The whole world's afraid of that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: the whole I'm world it's funny because any animals any uh bugs any you know Scared
0: of snakes yeah i'm not scared of snakes i'm not scared of bugs i'm not scared of any of that stuff
6: okay i guess
0: i'm scared of i don't know what i'm scared
6: of uh Dak starting a playoff game
0: uh, well that might be true Dak on second and two for the 12 it can't <laughs> figure out a way to oh, don't get me
11: scared. Yeah. there you go
0: but, uh, but I've been lucky like like I know a lot of people are scared of snakes scared of you know spiders scared of this I'm not scared of any of that stuff that stuff yeah you know the one thing I have been scared of in the past and I'm overcoming that fear is guns and I did that during the pandemic because my dad and my brothers they all hunt and they all do all this stuff with guns I think when I was little I was shooting a gun it was so loud it scared me and I, and I stayed away from them. so I didn't have a gun in the house for you know years hmm. and years and years. During the pandemic I said, you know, you need to be you know, you might need some protection. So now I have a gun by my bed in a safe and I keep it right there, so if somebody comes to try to rob me, I'll stumble through, can't get the safe open and go beg the guy to leave.
6: <laughs> hey, At least you got a plan, Bailey. There you go. I
0: got a plan. Here
6: you go. BB. great stuff. Awesome edition of the Brian Bailey show coming up, six o'clock. Holton Aylers and Robert Jones. Check it out if you missed it. And uh, Bailey we'll talk to you again soon, man
0: sounds
6: good take care all right what a hall of famer brian bailey all-timer always awesome to have him on the show all right let's take a break we'll come back we'll have more for you wrap up hour two of pirate radio live don't forget still to come josh gross still getting questions in for josh that we will pass along Uh, Jansen had a great question for Carter. I missed it earlier, but we'll ask Josh. If you could go back in time and watch any movie for the first time, what would it be? That is a good question. It's a good question. Uh, By the way, whenever we do have free time, uh, I know we talked
4: about it last week. We brought it up. uh, The biggest beefs in sports. Yeah.
6: Uh, There is one today
4: that I would like to mention.
6: Okay. Uh, All right. We'll, uh, We'll do that when we return. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear enc.com. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
6: Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Coming up, Josh Gross, Pirate Pitcher, going to join us at 5 o'clock and touchdown Tony Collins in our number three as well. Time to get into college basketball mode, if you're not already, with uh, no Monday nights for football anymore, just one more football game to go. Or, I would love to get into the NBA. The Hornets have killed my love. I would have loved to have been excited that the Hornets beat the Bulls the other night. But I just, it did nothing for me, and that's sad. Uh, but you got action going on tonight in college basketball and uh, the NBA, NHL, as well as the All-Star breaks are coming up. And those pro leagues. Top 25 tonight in college hoops mentioned Virginia at uh, Syracuse. And uh, Baylor will take on Texas tonight on ESPN at 9 o'clock, Iowa State at Texas Tech. Uh, Chandler, we're talking about beefs in sports to close out last week. And uh, I guess this is a real beef. It's a pretty hearty beef going on between the uh, Bengals and Chiefs right now. And a lot of it stemmed from the Burrow head talk, which was it not, was, which was not coined by Joe Burrow. No, in fact, Joe
4: Burrow's just sitting over there like calm, cool, collected. Yeah. He's got swagger, and his teammates are doing all the talking for him. And I guess it's, I mean, a lot of people are talking a lot of junk to Joe Burrow, but it's I think Mike Hilton that does a lot of the trash talk he's the one that coined the phrase
6: burrowhead if i'm not mistaken that's the guy bryce brings up every week with his buddy that am more re- than positive it is okay so tomorrow we have to ask bryce Absolutely. about all this yeah because mike hilton kind of inadvertently started a beef and a firestorm with right. the burrowhead talk
4: and then eli apple just in himself is a target in all of the nfl with all the social media junk talk uh trash talking that he does um, so yeah, and then obviously you've seen it. We play one of the audio uh, bit, bites from last night's uh, AFC Championship game. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, hit Kelsey
6: again, surely.
4: Here's Kelsey right here after the uh, after the AFC Championship game.
2: Hey, I've got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight
3: for your right to fight.
6: I'm going to give uh, Mully a little bit of credit. So I had the Chiefs in the game uh, against Cincinnati. Mully had the Bengals. Mully on Saturday switched his pick because of the mayor of Cincinnati coming out, talking about paternity tests. Um, Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' daddy and all this stuff. Yeah, uh, Burrow had, he said, don't, you know, don't wake up the... Uh, the bear they were already don't, poking. Poke, don't, the bear. don't poke the bear they were already the poking
9: the
4: bear with the burrow head talk and they had been doing it all week long and then you started you picked up a stick and you started slapping the bear with it whenever right. your the mayor of cincinnati is coming out with a video i mean i mean i wish i would have switched my pick after that because then it's like all right you really have you you've wakened the beast and yeah so um, I guess I would count that as beef I, between two franchises right now.
6: And, boy, it was awesome to be on the right side of a game that is being called in one direction. Usually I feel like I'm on the opposite end of that. Mm-hmm. But having the Chiefs yesterday, I always felt pretty comfortable they were going to win the yeah. way those calls were going. So that was uh, that was a pretty easy feeling, even though it was tied late yeah. in that game. And,
4: and I was completely opposite yesterday. <laughs> I, I felt like I always do with my sports teams. Um and the rest were against us. Yeah, everybody, you know, the world against us. So. What's the uh,
6: other beef you were talking there, there's
4: about? There's beef uh, on, and I guess it, it stemmed from uh, yesterday. And Kayvon Thibodeau, the rookie defensive end from uh, Oregon he's, who he's plays, an idiot. who plays for the Giants now, Yeah. he said, "Wait, the way this game
6: looks right now." We might be better than the 49ers. What a statement. What a moron. The moron of the month. Moron of the month. You're not better. The moron of the month. Than the
4: 49ers. So he says that. And then former 49er, and I'll say he's a 49er legend. Played all 12, 13 years of his career as a 49er. Former tackle Joe Staley quote tweeted and said, You're a flash player who gets bodied by average tackles. Don't let the New York media affect you too much. And then <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau goes, who, as a lot of people do in response,
6: go, "Who are you, bro? Yeah, who are you? Uh, nah, that's a good question, but in this case, stupid, right? And then uh, I believe
4: he said something to the effect of, you know, famous enough for you to respond back to me, and uh, that's all I've seen on the on the Twitter feed. Today, I saw so. uh,
6: Eric Armstead respond to uh, <laughs> to Thibodeau and said, "Nah, we saw film on y'all." you know you're not better than us we we watched a little film on y'all we're good yeah like yeah so debito it's gonna be fun rooting against him i like having these characters and good grief he uh changed the washington game that we watched here right here at this table actually what changed it was the phantom holding call and then the next play debito knocked the ball out of heineke's hands touchdown giants kind (laughs) of won the game for him there uh but and also a part of this beef.
4: Uh, Lawrence Tynes, who used to be a kicker for the yeah. Giants back in the day, two, the two-time Super Bowl champion, he says, Hey, Kayvon, ask Joe if he can see, if you can see his NFC championship rings. You're a rookie, so maybe you don't know this, but the loser of the Super Bowl gets a ring for winning their conference, and he has two. And then Joe Staley responded and said, You're a kicker.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there is it uh, is. Good to there's see beef, the beef going. There's
4: beef in sports
6: today. And, good beef. Uh, so. Good beef. LeBron uh, flopping around like a fish on the court uh, has a beef with Did the referee. Did he not act
4: like a fool? <laughs>
6: that, was, that was incredible. He acted
8: like... <laughs> what in the world? And somebody somebody tweeted out in response that said... That, and it was an old highlight of Michael Jordan when he was playing for the Wizards arguing with a referee. And the referee said, I didn't see him touch you. I didn't see him, Mike. I didn't see him touch you, Mike. Yeah, and Mike, and Michael's like... But he he touched me. He touched me with both hands. He touched me, but, you know, it, he was very, it, it was very level-headed. He said, all right, Bob. He yeah. Said, I didn't see it, Mike, but I got you. I got it's you, He's like, like I got you, Mike. I got you, Mike. He's like, I'm telling you, he touched me with both of his hands. Well,
6: but listen, Jordan got every call on earth, so.
8: But that's my point. <laughs> that okay. My point is, is that he didn't, uh, you know, he argued a call, but he didn't make an absolute fool out of himself. Fast forward to the guy that is constantly being compared to Michael Jordan, and as that's LeBron. As I don't think he should, but that's my opinion. But LeBron argues a call, and like you said, he's flopping around like a fish.
6: Yeah, he looked like uh, the
8: moron of the month. Moron of the month. The moron of the month. You are terrible. (laughs) Let's
6: take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we'll open up the Players Lounge once again, presented by Delcor. Talk to Pirate pitcher Josh Gross. We'll get to know him. Talk some Pirate baseball. And uh, if you have a question for Josh, you can chime in. We got a ton of great Twitter and YouTube and Facebook questions to get to as well. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live, coming up after this.
8: Welcome back. Uh, Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers in you anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip brock all righty
6: back with you hour three of pirate radio live here on this monday still got a uh, giveaway a booty bag that we will open up and make you a winner coming up on today's show also ecu hall of famer touchdown tony collins will join us as super bowl 57 is set it'll be the chiefs and the eagles and joining us in the pirate radio studios to talk baseball and answer your random questions josh gross joining us today josh welcome in how you doing man i'm good i'm doing
11: good how about you doing great did you watch uh, football yesterday i did yeah the uh, we had a scrimmage yesterday so i caught the back half of the first game and then um, <clears throat> last night i watched the uh, the other game but yeah
6: who's your uh, team in the nfl
11: You know, I don't really have a team. Um, I used to be a big Redskins fan. Um, I guess I should say Commanders. Me too. I'm still a fan. I hate to hear you and Carter
6: say you used to be.
11: Well, I I grew up kind of all over the place, but I was in Northern Virginia for a while, and so my 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 grandpa's a big fan and my dad. So um, that's who we used to follow, but now it's kind of just want to see a good game. I hate this. Yeah, I I
6: get it. Like, I'm too old to change now. My dad made me a Washington fan and like i'd feel bad if i turned on them but they're just they're tough to root for there's just not a lot of success no yeah. a lot of yeah the franchises and shambles but anyway we don't need to get into that today all right uh josh how about as a sports fan what about baseball like basketball who are your players and teams you grew up rooting for
11: um basketball you know i'm, I'm not a big nba guy i did play basketball growing up but college basketball um kind of same thing with the nfl like i I love watching college basketball so you just don't have a team no i mean i I used to be a big south carolina fan my dad went there and um so i used to love watching them but uh i just like to watch skip college basketball games but uh baseball um big nationals fan just like i said living up in nova and and then um i used to live in california too we used to live pretty close to the angel stadium so Um, been a big angels fan too but it's pretty tough to root for them as well yeah they haven't had the most uh playoff success over the years which which is a bummer because they got two of the greatest players kind of strange right ever play yeah yeah yeah.
6: (laughs) they just can't put it all together all right uh josh how about while we're on the topic how about pitchers you enjoy watching that uh you know maybe you try to emulate or you uh respect in the game
11: um i love watching max scherzer and that kind of stimulates from the you know when he was a national and <clears throat> and um the is always fun to watch when he's healthy um i like watching uh josh hater i think he's just got a funky delivery yeah and, and those guys are pretty garrett cole too when he's on but
6: Scherzer is, and I say this as a compliment, like a complete psychopath on the mound. Yeah, he locks in. Yeah, (laughs)
11: especially, and if you watch him in the dugout in between innings, I mean, when they were when they were on that World Series run, like he was like foaming at the mouth, just like pacing back and forth in between innings. It was kind of kind of scary, but. He's he's so much fun to watch. How different is like Josh Gross hanging out with us today and Josh Gross
6: when he's on the mound? Like, is there a kind of a switch <laughs> that flips or anything? Or? Uh
11: there is a switch that flips. I try to I try to keep it pretty calm, cool, and collective on the mound. I mean, I'm not like I'm not a fiery guy like Max Scherzer. He, you know, I'm not grunting when I throw and screaming <laughs> at the at the batter. But um, I would I like to be composed, but you know, fierce, I guess. So. Yeah little little different than him i'm a little more relaxed than than max scherzer
6: here's a compliment for you johnny on facebook says josh throws the nicest spiral in the bullpen
11: you got a good football touch i i do have a good football spiral yeah nice that's that's one of our hobbies in the bullpen that and hacky sack so so is that um
6: a practice regimen or just more for fun when which, you're which one, the, the hacky sack? Well, the hacky sack. I can't see how that would be a practice. Well, I guess no, 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 no. There's some serious
11: practice that goes into playing <laughs> hacky sack. But how about? But, oh, the, you mean like like for throwing a baseball? Yeah, I mean the football. People, a lot of people throw footballs before they throw, and I know a lot of guys. I, I like to throw football sometimes just before yeah. I throw, but. Um, it's more just for enjoyment, really. I didn't know hacky sack was still a thing. That
6: was big, like in the '90s when I was in school. You know so.
11: that that we kind of incorporated that last year in the bullpen, and for really like no reason. We were, um, I I had like talked about it a few times, just like whenever whenever St. Mary's came play us last year. They're obviously a West Coast team, and I'd been like, dude, on the West Coast, like people, I was mean, kind of same as what you think in your mind like skater dudes yeah. So just people are ripping hacky sack and so like me and and cooch manor and Ryder and some of those guys have talked about like dude we should get a hacky sack and finally when we were in clearwater we were in a gift shop and they had like the you know like the little two dollar hacky sack yeah and we probably went through like four hacky sacks that weekend because we would bust them open or whatever and then after the the commerce tournament we just kept rolling with it and and uh, that's always a it's a fun game. So
6: if I recall, like even uh, when you're, however you like to break in your glove, I remember playing as a kid where you would do different things. Hacky sack, you take a few beads out to start, right? Do you still do that? Uh, and then yeah, that, that might
11: be like a, an
6: insider trick. I don't know. We just we just open it up and start kicking it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so were you into the surfing and skating in California? Or
11: anything? Um, you know, I uh, I was only there for. I was I was there in spurts. so okay. The last time I lived there, I was I was in third and or second and third grade, and um, they they did offer surf lessons like through the school that I went to on the military base. And so, you know, I gave it my attempt. I was never really any good, but gotcha. but uh, I did have my fair share of skateboards growing up. And whenever we moved back to the back to the East Coast, um, my brother kept surfing, and it's a lot different. I mean, just you know the waves are a little different but i'm not a like i'm not a big surfer guy now speaking of surfing um
6: this is a sidetrack but have y'all seen the netflix documentary about the uh, hatchet guy Mm -mm. the surfing okay well never mind check it out it's uh it's a wild one he went viral because he like rescued a woman who was being attacked and then the guy became famous went on Jimmy Kimmel and then like four weeks later they were looking for him for a murder it was like mm. an insane story so check that out here's on a bright note
11: what are you uh what are you watching on tv um man i i'm a big family guy south park guy i mean right. you like those, your comedies those comedies they never fail i actually uh they they came out with the last of us like it's like a zombie i've, zombie I've TV watched show, the la- last two last night i caught up on them after I, i'm in the middle of second one but i you know like growing up, I played. You know, video games, and that video game was huge when I was in like middle school. Um, but Yellowstone's a good one too. I love Yellowstone. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I need have watched season five. I haven't seen that one yet.
6: All the classics. I have. I've, I haven't seen the latest season of Yellowstone. I think we're in the same. I never played The Last of Us video games, but. Anything on HBO, I'll give it a shot, and uh, that's really good, yeah. and I really enjoy it. All right, Josh Gross, we have some real baseball questions right. for Josh as well. Uh, Bubba says, what were the biggest points of emphasis for you during the summer and fall? So tell us about your offseason.
11: Um, the offseason for me was really just about uh, consistency. I think you know, if you guys follow Pirate Baseball last year, um, as a th- the pitching staff as a whole was, was pretty uh, – Inconsistent as like from a from a rotation standpoint, yeah. which I think was one of our greatest strengths and weaknesses. But um, so for me, it was just about being consistent, being a guy that can that can consistently go out on the weekend and perform and not have to play the uh, the wild card and and you know play the guessing game with how i'm going to be on a certain outing so for me the the summer of my game plan was to do the same thing every single day whether it's you know my throwing routine my pre-throwing post-throwing lifting just keep the same routine the weekly routine and um you know no matter how the result went during the game in the summer or the fall um just continue to do the same thing day in and day out and if you're consistent in that then the end goal is you would be consistent when you perform so that was my biggest emphasis was just making a plan for myself and executing it every single day not taking any days off
6: steven Igo follows uh, ecu baseball th- about as much as anybody and, and every time we're talking pitchers and this has been in the past and he'll probably say the same this year, but we we bring up, you know, who has the best stuff, and he always talks about Josh Groves' stuff. So let's say you're clicking, you're doing exactly what you want to do on the mound. What is that stuff? What are uh, what are your go-to pitches, and, and what do you feel confident throwing?
11: Um, I mean, I feel confident throwing any one of my four pitches. That, and, if you know, for those that don't know, fastball, slider, changeup, curveball. Curveball is a new piece we added in um, this fall, and even... A big emphasis for me this summer was was the change up um summer and fall and so uh i guess when my stuff is on like all all four of those pitches are are good and doing what they need to do so that's what that just goes into the whole consistency consistency thing is if you rep those out enough and your catch play and and when if you trust in it in the game then you shouldn't really run into too many problems josh gross going, joining us uh you mentioned the kind of inconsistency when it came to rotation
6: a lot of that was due to injury setbacks things like that so but going into this
11: year do you have a defined role as of right now do you know what you'll be doing um as of right now if we had to play tomorrow I would say I would fall somewhere in the weekend rotation um we're in a really good spot right now where we're lucky enough to have six guys you know five six guys that could be thrown in those spots and we would trust them from a team and and a coaching staff to perform so um you know this year looks a lot different i think as a pitching staff and it's early on so you can't really get a good grasp until yeah. you start playing other teams but the whole fall and and uh, just this pacificator squad's like you know i think i think we have a lot of guys that um, are going to have an opportunity to prove themselves in a starting spot uh, josh who's a young pitcher or two and then
6: maybe a young hitter or two the first year guys that have culture uh, uh during the offseason and just getting to practice this weekend.
11: Um, first year guys, uh, I really like uh, Connor Rasmussen. I, I think he, he's a really good shortstop in the or middle infielder. Really, I think he's got a really nice swing. He's got good hands. He's he shows up every day, and he really uh, you can see that he's he's excited to be there. And him and Nate Chrisman as well. Nate Nate's a competitor, and and um, those two guys for me are really. Fun to watch, uh, just take ground balls and BP, and because you know every play they're they're trying to fight between, not fight, they're trying to compete really against right. each other for that job, and and um, you know they got they got a lot of room to go to grow with who they got in front of them. I mean, Joey Brini and Jacob Starling are uh, are very very talented, and so they're going to have to really against those guys because um, those guys have been looking really solid and they have their entire career here. Um, from a pitching point of things, there's really only there's some new, co- there's some freshmen and then there's some some transfers. And so Willie Lumpkin is a transfer from Winthrop. Um, he's looked great. He's a fourth year guy. Um, well, I guess he's a COVID junior. He's looked great. Um one of our freshmen, he uh, he had surgery, so he's probably, he's actually just started throwing yesterday, two days ago, maybe his first time throwing since Tommy John, but um, Zach Root's a freshman that uh, he's made, he's looked really good um, all fall, and in Lane Essary's improved tremendously from when he first got on campus, so... A lot of names. Yeah. Uh, excited. A lot of returners.
6: Good mix of returners, upperclassmen, and new guys uh, mm. on this roster. Uh, Brandon Manning's got a question, former Pirate player. Uh, well, he was on the team. Wouldn't call him a player. Brandon says, uh, any buddies playing in college you want to play against and strike out? It's a good question.
11: <laughs> hmm. Well, one of my really good buddies, uh, he goes to uh, UVA. He's a sophomore this year. His name's Ethan Anderson. He um he actually classed up out of high school, so he graduated early. Went to UVA last year as a freshman. Was in their lineup for the majority of the year. Uh, we actually scrimmaged them last fall, in, in his first college at bat, I was pitching against him, and he hit a ball off the scoreboard. So uh, <laughs> I would love to strike him out, you know, in a game. Um, but I'm not. Sure, did you groove that you one know, to him play. to make him feel good? No, so. I did not. Not at all. It was uh, <laughs> not at all. No. I would never do that to anyone i like. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I don't think we play UVA. So the guys that we play... Hey, maybe we'll uh, get them in a regional. That'd day. be great. Yeah, I mean, not really. I uh, I don't really have anyone particular that I would love to <laughs> strike out that I
6: know. How about, uh, is there a team, like a rival you enjoy, whether it be non-conference, in-conference, that uh, you like competing against and, and beating?
11: Uh, I love the UNC, NC State. Really any in in-state team, I think, is very, very fun to play. Um, but as a guy who's lived all over the country, really,
6: but you've been here a while. Uh, are you, you're a pirate mm-hmm. now. You got that blood in you. Like you, you hate those those guys, like the fans do, I, in, in a
11: healthy I, way. Yeah, not I like a, I wouldn't it, say I hate them. I, yeah. I love, I love the atmosphere of our games, yeah. which is why I love competing against them. But, I mean. No, nah, I wouldn't say that i like I like despise any players <laughs> or anybody like that
6: sure uh let's get to some other uh Twitter questions. We had the one uh from Dan, what do you like on your hot dog? <laughs>
11: I'm a catch up guy that's, that's pretty much it. not right. a mustard guy, not a relish Just just straight up let's talk uh, let's talk music. Have you settled on your walk up song for this year? i did yeah i i uh you know I always find my walk up like three hours before they're due because they're due at midnight usually on like a Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I went with Frogman by Whiskey Myers this year. Can't say I'm familiar with
6: that, but look forward to hearing it when you uh, warm up coming up. All right, uh, what is your game day superstition?
11: <laughs> um, I used to eat a snack in the dugout. Like I, w- I would just rotate between like three snacks in the dugout every in between the innings. So if it was like a fruit chew thing or like a I don't know like a beef jerky strip or something like that. <laughs> okay. But, um, i don't really have i mean i like i said i, w- I wouldn't call my routines rituals i would just like to do the same thing from a prep uh what would you call it to be prepared every day right. really all right williams says this is
6: unbelievable we've had the same answer from garrett saylor carter spivey and brian bailey who's uh you know a generation older than you guys same answer for this question let's see what you give uh the hottest celebrity celebrity Ooh, crush who do you got hottest celebrity
11: let me, hey, who did they say first? Let me see who they said, just so I can pick on them. Who did they say? They all went Jennifer Aniston. Uh, that was like almost the like top two. <laughs> what is uh, going on? Are you do you watch Friends? I guess like old episodes or is, yeah. I mean, I think everyone's yeah. seen Friends at least once. Right. But Jennifer so what's your Aniston's answer? Good. Um, <sighs> Margot Robbie's pretty good. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, who's that one? Uh, who's the one girl from uh, from Wonder Woman? i don't know her name uh
6: let's gal gadot
8: who
11: is that gal gadot does that
6: sound she's right she's
8: a um she's the actress that played wonder woman
6: yeah she does a good job <laughs> um i had to look up my answer because there's a brie larson and an allison brie and i always forget which one i like i larson i'm allison brie
8: wait from community oh, she is she from lost
6: okay. uh no neither Where one's on lost she was on Community she was on oh, glow i never watched that show yeah that's uh that's my answer chandler who's your uh, celebrity crush buh
4: jennifer aniston <laughs>
6: but
4: chandler. That's, like, that's also a, a good one josh uh margot rovey yeah uh, yeah yeah
6: she was the um not the joker but what character did well, she Har- call harley street? quinn wolf of wall street Wolf Wall harley quinn harley quinn
4: yeah, quinn. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i was looking for suicide squad
6: all right, uh, let's see. What are your thoughts on no on-field props after Dingers this year?
11: I think it's ridiculous. I mean, I think that is, like, something that we love to rally around in the dugout, and I think the fans love it, and, I mean— it you're you're not bringing a, a, a gun on the field. Like there's there's no harm to anybody by by you know walking out with a traffic cone or something like that. So I don't I think it's kind of a ridiculous joke. I think if baseball is going in this direction of you know like we need to make the, make it more exciting and blah 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 like that's like the perfect thing to do. So um, I think it's kind of it's irritating, but I mean. Really can't do anything about it. So,
6: will an added emphasis on a pitch clock affect you at all?
11: Um, no, I mean we we do a good job in practice of of working on that, and we, you know everyone's got a stopwatch, and so we uh, we have a pretty good idea if you are as a staff if you are behind or if you're working a little too quick. But um, I don't think it'll be too much to worry about. I mean they've had some type of pitch clock for the last three years I've played. So okay, um, yeah. We'll see if it's
6: enforced more or if it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Stan says, Josh Frogman rocks. So uh, he's excited about that. Good. There you go. Brandon says, there will be home run props in Section 110. <laughs> so you'll probably see the fans start to celebrate more, maybe Yeah,
11: we, we need that.
6: That'll be fun. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, between – now, this is interesting because – both of the other guys have answered themselves. Interested to hear what you hear, what you say. This actually is from Julia and Denny Hoover. Okay, so uh, the
11: Hoovers want to know: <laughs> out of you, Garrett, and Carter, who is the best hitter? Oh God! Out of me, Garrett, and Carter. Well, you know we always take pitchers BP after a shutout. Yeah, that's kind of the one time we get to showcase. Um. I'm gonna go with me. <laughs> there I'm you going go. To say me. So
6: Garrett says numbers don't lie. He's a 500 hitter at ECU. He's one for all two. All right. That,
11: okay. He's got a point. I'm I'm a zero. Carter said
6: hitter, but, he acknowledged yeah. that and said his BP is more impressive
11: than Garrett's. And uh, you yourself are you got to go with yourself. Yeah. Do you miss hitting at all? Uh, I do until I watch uh, actual baseball game at this <laughs> level when I'm like, there's no shot I could do that. There you go. Uh, if ECU alum Vince
6: McMahon was recruiting ECU baseball for the next WWE talent, who would have the, the best
11: shot of being a mm. superstar? I mean, if you asked this question last year, we would have, like, three candidates. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of the biggest guy. Yeah,
6: that's a good point, because, like, Agnos could cut promos, but Terwilliger... Yeah, I was going to say Benny T
11: or Bryson. Yeah. Bryson has the bod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Probably... Probably Justin Wilcoxon. Okay. Just just based off strength. Or, I mean, Lane and Ginn fits that mold pretty good, I think. All right. Did you uh, watch wrestling as a kid at all? No, I didn't. Never, never really, got never. into it? All right. Some, some do,
6: some don't. Uh, let's see. Anything else for Josh?
8: Clip. Yes. The fourth oh. graders.
6: How many um, fourth graders do you think you could beat up at one time? Oh. So... How tall are fourth graders, Shirley?
8: Well, my godson is almost as tall as me, and I'm 5'8", so he's probably 5'1". Five 5'1". One.
11: Five one. Is this, like, after lunch or is this before lunch? <laughs>
8: I'm going to say
11: <laughs> Good question.
8: before lunch.
11: Before lunch, okay. Hmm. I, think, I think if there was, like, a swarm of, like, 15 fourth graders, I'd walk out unscathed. <laughs> All right, there you go. At least 15
6: is the answer. The other uh, classic question we asked last year um, would you rather fight eight chicken sized gorillas Mm. or one gorilla sized chicken? One gorilla
11: sized chicken. So, Uh, giant beak, giant. I'd rather fight just one chicken, one gorilla sized chicken. All right. It's probably a lose lose either way. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah. Those, like, Yeah, they're small gorillas, but the strength of those things... you I, I would We be, had a debate the other day. It was who would win in a fight. Would it be a, a gorilla, like a full-size gorilla or a grizzly bear? What'd you come up with? I think the consensus was a grizzly bear. Hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of on the fence. I don't know. Those
6: gorillas' strength, and uh, I don't know. Um, I don't want to take on either one. I'm good watching from the sidelines. Uh, let's see. Any other questions I left out? Um, abs. Do you think you'll get any
11: abs this year? You know, I actually asked Coach Palumbo that the other day. Um, <laughs> was that a short conversation? Yeah, that one was a, <laughs> like a five seconder. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, that'd be really. Could awesome. you lay a bunt down? I mean, I, I could put a bunt down. Yeah, yeah. Team I don't need- think Coach Cotton would let me put a bunt down if he was going to put me in the box. But <laughs>
9: <laughs> fair I enough. Think, I
11: think he would. He would just say. Well, shoot, if they they know I'm hitting, if the pitcher's hitting, they're probably just getting all fastballs. Anyway, I think you just say, just swing, go down swinging. Hack it. Hack away. Yeah. Josh, uh, good stuff, man. Uh, What's your
6: schedule look like? Practice this week? Uh, What do you guys have going on?
11: Um, We'll practice tomorrow. Well, it kind of depends on weather, but um, we'll practice tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and then inter-squad. Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
6: Awesome. Good stuff. Uh good to talk with you, man. Looking forward to doing it all season long. We appreciate it. I'm excited. All right, Josh Gross joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studio. Shirley, let's open up the booty bag and give away something here on a Monday.
2: Booty 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 everywhere. Booty 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 everywhere.
6: You familiar with Bubba Sparks, Josh? That would be a no. Yeah, no, not really. Not not really. All right, uh, Shirley, what are we giving away today?
8: How about a $15 gift card to A.J. McMurphy? All
6: right, A.J.'s, great spot to watch a game, eat some great food, drink some pirate beverages. What caller are we looking for?
8: 11. All
6: right, caller 11, 317-1250. We'll make you a winner when we return. Touchdown, Tony Collins will join us to talk Chiefs and Eagles. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Daryl Lambert of Greenville. Picked up a $15 gift card to AJ McMurphy's, the best place in Greenville to unwind after work. And have fun is AJ's. They have daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesday nights with our very own Clip Brock. AJ says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
6: All righty, back with you here inside the Pi Radio Studios on a Monday. Been awesome. Opening up the Delcor Players Lounge and talking to Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey and josh gross coming up next monday we will talk to lane hoover josh moylan and jacob jenkins coward so we'll uh, have the guys on all season long right here on pirate radio win or lose and we've gone through both of those things uh last year uh bryant comes out and sweeps east carolina and we got to talk to these guys the next day and uh, they still have a positive mindset, and it showed throughout the season as they were able to uh, host a, re- a Super Regional in Clark LeClaire Stadium for the first time ever. So looking forward to another fun year of baseball and talking uh, to the guys about it inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll welcome in another player, a, uh, a great, in fact, an ECU Hall of Famer, a Super Bowler touchdown, Tony Collins, joining us on the Pirate Radio live line. Tony, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic. How you doing, Cliff? Good. Uh, we got one good game yesterday, Tony. The other one, not so much. How about you? You see a team that loses their starting quarterback, their backup quarterback? They got to hand the ball off. What a. Uh, we were kind of uh, missed out on a good game yesterday uh, due to really Philadelphia's dominance and some injuries. But you still got to give the Eagles credit, I guess, uh, for what they've been. Uh, they were able to do yesterday. Yeah,
9: you got to give the Eagles a lot of credit, man. They they looked unstoppable yesterday. Uh, unfortunately for the 49ers losing pretty uh, early uh, hurt him real bad. And then when the Johnson went down, it's <laughs> it just a nightmare for them. They couldn't even throw the ball. They're, they're, they're running tweets on third and 14. It, it was bad.
6: Yeah. I remember as a kid, uh, they called it, I want to say, it might have been the body bag game or whatever. It was a Monday night. It was Washington and uh, Buddy Ryan's Eagles. And, all our players got knocked out and brian mitchell um great return man running back had to play quarterback for washington so tony were you ever an emergency quarterback because teams only have some two you know sometimes three uh were you ever uh in a game or are you yourself an emergency
9: quarterback never an emergency quarterback that that, that wasn't going to happen and I, I think McCafferty was the emergency quarterback for the 49. Yeah. They probably should They probably should have put him in there, man. <laughs> I mean, what i mean, what they had to lose. It was it was just it was just a nightmare for the 49. I I really would have liked to seen how the game would have would have went pretty would have been able to stay in the game. I thought it would would have been a, a real good game, but without without that you know, Eagles just dominated their defense. I, I, I tell you this: their offensive line controlled the line of scrimmage too, and that was a that was a big plus for the Eagles.
6: Tony, where do we start on game two? You want to start with uh, with my, with the Chiefs finally beating Burrow with Mahomes being a hero through injury, or talk about the refs? What, what's the first thing we should talk about with that
9: one? <laughs> I mean, you know. It was a great game to watch, man. I, I, I was thinking it was going to go into overtime, and it probably would have went overtime if it didn't didn't have that last play with the uh, defensive end, you know, knocking Mahomes out, hitting Mahomes out of bounds. Uh, I just thought it was a great game uh, to watch. Um, two great teams going at it, uh, but you gotta you gotta tip your hat to Mahomes, man, playing. You know, you know, you talk about high ankle sprain. I had one of those before. And it's it's not a injury that you can just you know get get through it in one week. It's a it's a three to four week injury. Uh, but he came out. He played played his heart out. He you know he did what he had to do to to win the game for 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 Kansas City. But
1: you know um,
9: I, I, I feel bad for the defensive end. I forget what his name is, but he it was a bonehead mistake. Yeah. Uh, the, you know when you're drilling and it's going like that and Trying to get that guy out of bounds. Sometimes you just, you just messed up, man. And he he messed up real bad for his team. But again, you know you can't blame it on that 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 particular play. They had opportunities to do things, but Kansas City was the better team yesterday.
6: We definitely saw some limping in the second half from Mahomes. Tony. Now you do have that week off between. Uh, yesterday's game and the Super Bowl, so he'll get a couple of weeks to to rest on it. But you know, how big of a help is that, and and how much will he still be feeling that injury? Uh, in your opinion, as someone who's had this injury, you know, how will it affect him in the Super Bowl? You think?
9: Well, the two weeks off is going to definitely help him a lot, man. That's that's going to be the key to uh, him playing well. Uh, you know, again, it's one of the biggest games of your life, so I'm pretty sure he's going to do all the. Rehab that he needs, everything that he needs to get, get the job done. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a great game. I, I think it'll be a fantastic game to watch. Uh, uh, but uh, right now, I don't know who, who's going who's gonna to win this game uh, for, uh, uh, for the, in the Super Bowl. It's a, it's a tough game to call right now. But uh, I got to tip my hat to, to the Eagles uh, right now as far as what they can do. And what they have done, uh, but uh, you know, I, I just I just can't see Kansas City dominating the game at all. Um, I gotta gotta think that the Eagles, with their offensive line and, and uh, their, their, their defense that they have, they're gonna be hard to beat. But uh, it's gonna be pretty. Pretty cool to see the Kelsey brothers going at it, yeah, uh, in the Super Bowl.
6: A lot of storylines. You got the Kelsey brothers. I didn't even mention the, the obvious one with Andy Reid, and Andy Reid did everything with the Eagles except win the Super Bowl. And we were talking to to Jeff Nadeau, Eagles fan last week, who said we kind of underrate what Reed and the Eagles did throughout the 2000s. They really dominated when Donovan McNabb was there, Tony, and got him to the Super Bowl, just couldn't win it. Well, then you had Doug Peterson win a Super Bowl. Now Nick Sirianni gets him to the Super Bowl. So, the Andy Reed versus Philadelphia matchup, that storyline, that's a, that's going to be a fun one to follow over the next couple of weeks, too.
9: Yeah, you got a lot of storylines uh, in this big game uh, uh, in a couple of weeks. I, I, you know, I, I really want to see and again, in a game like this, it's going to be again, who can uh, dominate uh, on the offensive line or the defensive line? Who can? Who can? Who can? Who's going to be able to run the ball? Uh, and, and you know, it's you know, I watched the game yesterday with the Eagles, and you know, they just they just not really did what they wanted to against against the 49 it's because 49 got a great defense as well. But you know, I'm looking at some plays, man. They they push. They're they're pushing up. 49ers uh, defensive line almost five yards off the ball, and so uh, that's going to be that's going to be the key to the game on, uh, on on next Sunday or whatever that game is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, um, who who dominates the the, the offensive and defensive line, and I think that's going to be the key because in one of the things that uh, the Eagles do really well is they get to the quarterback. Uh, you, you've seen how they get uh, to to Purdy and, and, and Johnson. And and they're going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. And if, if they're not able to protect Mahomes, it's going to be a, a, a lot of trouble for, for Kansas City.
6: Yeah, that, that's a great point, Tony. And can the Chiefs win against the Eagles the way they won yesterday? And the way they win a lot of games, the Pacheco, the rookie, was their leading rusher yesterday with 26 yards. As a team, <laughs> 20 carries for 42 yards. Mahomes throws it 43 times. Like – is that recipe? Uh, that that seems like a recipe for failure uh, against the Eagles.
9: Against the Eagles, it is. Uh, you you have to control the line of scrimmage yeah. against the Eagles, and, and that's the thing they're going. If, if, they, if they if they if they're going to win this win the game, Kansas the City, they're going to have to be able to run the ball better than they ran it uh, yesterday. So, uh, like I say, in a game like this, man, it, it's going to come down to the offensive line, defensive line, and who can make the the big plays on defense. You know, I, you know, there was a, a lot of big catches yesterday, um, but the, the big plays are, are going to be very important, and hopefully the refs won't play a big part in, in the game on, on, on
6: Super Bowl Sunday. Touchdown, Tony Collins joining us. Tony, it seems like we talk about this every week. Holt Naylor's in an All-Star game, and Holt Naylor's wins an MVP of that All-Star game. <laughs> it happened again on Saturday, and I just, I mean, he has had, He's done everything he's had to do since his final game at ECU. Uh, won the Hula Bowl, Bowl MVP, NFLPA Bowl MVP. So uh, whatever he has been in front of him, he has uh, accomplished it and, and done it with flying colors. So uh, that's great for him, man, to, to keep getting these eyeballs on him right now and this recognition.
9: I tell you, man, his, his resume is looking really good yeah. right now. He's definitely opening up some eyes. I mean, he's a big kid. He he has all the all the tools of being a great quarterback. And like I always say, man, it's just about getting that opportunity. You know, I, I'm not saying he's going to be a first round or a second round pick, but I, I think he from from the way he performed uh, on these last couple games that he played, and even in the bowl game that he played in. I mean, he just. He's just been outstanding the last three games that he's played, and yeah. uh, like I'm saying, his resume is looking really good right now.
6: Tony Collins joining us. Tony, uh, we will get you on uh, next week. Maybe do some Super Bowl prop bets, things like that, and uh, and preview the game and get your official prediction. Sounds like you're leaning Eagles right now, but we'll ask you uh, we'll ask you again next week when we talk to you. <laughs>
9: Eagles right now, it, it could change, you know. And, and again, Mahomes. Uh, he's going to have two weeks to get that get that ankle. Yeah. out. it probably won't be a hundred percent, but it'll it'll be a lot, a lot stronger and a lot better than it was yesterday. So you, you you're going to see a Mahomes that that's going to have a little bit more more mobility uh, than than we've seen yesterday.
6: Tony, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Cliff. Have a good one. See you, bud. There's touchdown. Tony Collins joining us, leaning Eagles. And how could you not? Right now, the way they have played in the playoffs. Uh, Just steamrolling the Giants and the Niners on their way to Super Bowl 57. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here in hour number three. We're back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
8: <laughs> Welcome back. Apparently, my headphones don't want to sit on my head properly. Okay, to get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip.
6: The more I see the, Le- the LeBron thing, the funnier it gets.
8: Oh, are they showing it again? Uh, just. Oh, uh, and a- as it you know, like... the internet
4: the internet never loses. They have already come out with several <laughs> memes with this,
6: but like
8: now the referees did admit that they missed a call.
6: Yeah, they well, did. Well, and was and that they they the did. one where they said they uh, they can't sleep at night, or whatever? Let me find it.
8: Uh, yes, I, know, I, I believe like, so. I th- it was at least an article. I thought he I saw that
4: did get fouled but that is nothing new with lebron james like he's always arguing a call whether it's
6: a call or a no call well he was right to argue it if he got fouled
4: he was a he was right to argue but yeah let's, can we agree that he went, over, he went over he went over the top
6: the overacting yes that went on so
4: i don't know and then
6: you got patrick beverly so there okay washington post M, official NBA refs. I, I, let me make sure this is right before I read it. I don't want to get duped on anything.
8: Well, um, uh, Pro Football Talk, speaking of refs, profootballtalk.com uh, uh, released an article probably about an hour ago, and they were talking about the head referee, and his name is escaping me right now from last night's uh, Chiefs-Bengals game, and said it was uh, the, um, the do-over was actually the referee's fault and yeah. I went into – because the the way it was explained on television and the way I was looking at it, he uh, – the play clock did not start, but the game clock started, and the referee from the opposite end of the field started trying to blow it dead. And, of course, Arrowhead is extremely loud, so nobody heard the whistles and the arm flailing to try to stop the play.
6: Yeah. I mean, it okay. was a uh... – now, uh, a Max Stokes situation.
8: Right. But here's what happened. In the play before, remember, there was a delay in the play prior to that one because they had placed the ball in the wrong spot. So they had to figure out where the ball was. They put the ball where it was supposed to be. The referee says, um, the, uh, start the game clock on my signal, which he wasn't supposed to do. It was supposed to be on the snap, not on his signal. So, what ended up happening is they had to do a do-over because the referee used the incorrect language to let the clock person know that uh, the the game clock was not supposed to start. It was supposed to be the play clock. So, another mistake by a referee.
6: So, this is official NBA refs. So, it is an official account. Okay. Um.
8: So the NBA refs have their own account, I'm guessing. Yeah,
6: but like, who's running it? I don't know. Yeah, okay, fair. But anyway, it says, like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. Now that's a hilarious statement. That is ridiculous. You've got referees that, Child, that aren't sleeping right now. How are they going to be refing their games when they haven't slept the night before? They're probably sleeping, looking, thinking about the like
4: the like the visual of LeBron James going crazy. <laughs> that's probably what's
6: not making them sleep. Oh man, LeBron with the overacting. Oh my of god, the year like award. got
4: on his knees, like yeah. What Why? We, yeah, like what are we
2: doing? Why? Here? Like, Jeez,
6: hilarious man. lebron who is like a hundred and some points away from passing kareem as the all-time nba score leading scorer
4: i thought you were going to say a hundred and some what, years, o- some years old some years old in basketball kareem? years
8: first first i thought that was uh will chamberlain
6: no kareem
8: oh
4: that lebron's gonna bronze knocking out the door of all-time greatness huh kareem
6: 38,387 most points
8: oh for some reason i had it in my head that wilt chamberlain was number one
6: he is seventh wow he is uh all right what players are ahead of wilt chamberlain let's play a little sports trivia here
8: god i hate this all
6: these players have played in our lifetime and have played since the 90s let's name those players michael jordan correct malone correct Mm. magic no scoring come on come on chandler uh we said lebron so there's two more it's not a two more
8: i i doubt he's on the list but it's just the name that keeps because i'm thinking of people that score uh reggie miller no would Stephen curry be on that list no okay he hasn't played long enough no
6: dr J. no larry bird no dang Uh, Oh,
8: I am racking my brain right now.
6: You guys need to think. uh, You're thinking too far back.
8: Oh, so...
6: No. Where's Timmy?
8: Timmy. Ginobili?
6: (laughs) No, No. Ginobili. (laughs) Ginobili.
8: uh, That's
6: a hell of a guess.
8: Tony Parker? No. No. (laughs) All right,
6: all right. We're getting further away. Look, Uh, let me tell you something. All right, we're in the right era, but let's talk about... Kevin Durant. No.
8: <laughs> I just look, I told you I the NBA I, I agree, have not...
6: but I thought you all should get at least one of these. All right. Hold on.
8: Hold on. Just I second. did get one, Michael Jordan.
6: I, I mean that one of these guys left.
8: Oh. We're probably gonna be kicking ourselves. Well, Kobe. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: Kobe Kobe Bryant.
6: He's
8: fourth Kobe. all time. Oh my gosh. Time. Who is
6: sixth? Who passed uh Wilt Chamberlain in his final season? He is, recently? Yes. Somewhat yeah, recently, but he's retired. Vince Carr. Nah, he's on the list, uh, but no.
8: That just recently retired. Tim A
6: is sixteen.
8: I don't know.
6: He won oh, one. Oh, Dirk. 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 No, it's it's Dirk. Dirk. It's Dirk. Dirk. It's Dirk. There's your top seven, folks. Rounding out the top ten. Shaquille O'Neal, Carmelo Anthony, and a guy that has the same last name as one of the guys in the top three. He's not Carl Malone. He is Moses. Moses Malone. Moses
2: Malone. All
6: right, got to take a break. Taking our final break, we'll take come break. back Write and get ready to wrap up. Boy, awesome great, uh, break management today. Take a break. Write it. <laughs> let, let the suits know. When you
4: work at Pie Radio, you take a break, <laughs> and you'll yeah. take a break. Write
2: it.
6: let the suits know in corporate that we have crushed break management today on a Monday well done we'll take our final one come back wrap it up after this
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. It was not a banner day for the stock market today. The Dow uh, slipped 260 points and closed at 33,717. NASDAQ was down 227 points at 11,393 and the S&P is down 52 at 4,017 that's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC now back to the show here's clip Wrapping
6: up a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. We'll be uh, talking to the ECU baseball players every Monday here on the show, and we'll be back with you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, I am Clip Rock. We'll talk
1: to you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.